Morning show, <laughs> rocking your way to work. Yeah. Cat growl. I have to hate the sweat, the pain. It's awesome. Dude. I'm fucking headbanging over here. Yeah, that was that was that was great. That's a good way to wake up in the morning. That was submitted by I don't know. I have no idea how to say his name. Opeth is good. That's the anti-sheep. Opeth guy. is good. Opeth. I think he's actually pronounced Opeth. <laughs> good. <laughs> Except you got to say it with a German accent. Good. That was it. If Klingons made music, that would be it. <laughs> when, I, when I was in college. And we, uh, we like we like Klingons making music. Absolutely. A buddy of mine came home hammered, and he turned on. What's the Metallica Black album? Like, Enter... Uh, it's the Black it? Album. Enter it's the Black Album, yeah. right? That's yeah. what it's called? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just called Metallica, but yeah. I think it's called, called the, the Silver album. Silver Album. <laughs> right. Now, you know, that's actually the inspiration for one of our very, very early... Uh, church, or excuse me, red versus blue shirts, where Texas shirt was printed black on black. Oh right, yeah. And, and we kind of did the same thing for uh, uh, because we got inspired by the, the Metallica. I'm adjusting and, my levels here, which is why I sound a little weird. And everyone uh, complained that that shirt was unreadable. Yeah. So then we went then we went to the white on white uh, text, which we use now that no one knows about. <laughs> so all that subconscious programming. Is I didn't even know about it's, it. It's Everybody, secret. Joel Heyman. <laughs> hey, Joel Heyman. So my buddy came home, and he was hammered, and he went into his room and locked his door and turned on Metallica on a fucking loop <laughs> at, like, 3 in the morning. Every, see, everyone has that experience. And then did he, like, pass out promptly? Absolutely passed out. Put it on, like, 9 and passed out and kept us all awake. And so everyone's had that roommate, yeah. We proceeded to like try to beat his door down with a ball peen hammer, and I think at one point we set his door on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were drunk too. Is what, what, what we understand. Was this when you were in college, or we were just dumb. We were just dumb. Yeah, that was your solution. We we contain the fire to the door. It'll weaken the structure, and we can get in. <laughs> Punch a hole right keep, through it. Yeah, keep, it. We'd be stupid not to burn it down. <laughs> I had a roommate in LA who did the exact same thing. We just like played it and all night long and just whatever. I, I went out, came back in the morning, came back at like eleven afternoon. It was still going on. I was Jeez. like, and then it, then you start asking the question. Are they dead? Did he die? Yeah, and it's just like, really, is he, is he dead or what's going on or whatever? And it's like uh, we were hoping he was dead. Yeah, I mean that was that would have been a good resolution to this. We kicked down the door, and at least you could explain to the neighbors why all the noise was. Sorry, our roommate died. <laughs> exactly. Our house, we had such a problem with kicking in doors that there was actually rules in the lease when you moved in the bylaws that if you kicked in someone's Wait, door, where, where is this? This is the fraternity house when I lived oh, in right. college. Shocking. That if you kicked in someone's door, it was a certain fine. But if the door if the door had never been kicked in before, you could flip it so that the because the door handle would break where you where you you saw the hole for the doorknob right and so that's where the door would break that was the weak point I know all about kicking in doors <laughs> so you could flip the door if it had never been kicked in before that was a lesser fine than if you kicked in someone's door who had been kicked in because you had to buy a new door were, were there indicators were there markers on the door to let you know like if you're going to kick like did you all put like a red Stripe in the corner, like oh shit, that door's been kicked in before. Is this no? You can tell because on the hinge side of the door, there was a, oh, the, a there was a hole where the door handle who, used who, to be, and a who, plate there. Who owned the house? 
We did. It was our so, house. So you guys put these restrictions on yourself, basically, where it's like you have to pay for. Does that qualify? Is I mean, that I mean, a restriction? I mean, what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, like, I have a restriction what, on myself. Point? If I if I kick down my door at my house, I have to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. at what point is it just like, well, fuck it, we'll just. It was burned down. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a common occurrence. I let a buddy of mine borrow my computer to write a paper, and he w- he was going to print it, and he printed out the paper, and I went to go take a shower, and I guess when I shut my door, I locked my door, and I'm literally two doors down in the bathroom taking a shower. He comes back up to get the paper when it's done printing. The door was locked. He looked for me for about four seconds and then kicked in my door to get his <laughs> fucking paper that I let him borrow did, my computer to, to Did, did some people get confused and, like, instead of knocking, they would just kick doors? That was, yeah, that was a form of knocking. It's like, instead of, that's like they're greeting. We like, hello, the, kick. The bottom of their foot, they're knocking. We went and shot at that place in the schedule, I yes. remember. And that was the, that, that was the worst, ugliest place I had ever, and I've been in some bad places. That yeah. place was Awful. We used it as like a we, we, like it, a project. It right? was a, it was a scene where it was so funny. It was a scene where it was about a guy who's death, right? And so we shot in the bathroom, and um, there were cockroaches, giant cockroaches oh. everywhere, all over the bathroom. Nice. And we had a thing where we were filming it, and, and uh, we, we we happened to be filming, and Hyperbole. someone was like, "Joel, point at that cockroach walking by," and I pointed at the cockroach, and it literally stopped, jumped in the air, flipped up over on its back, and died. <laughs> Were you filming? And then, like, tw- we had it. We had it on film. I was like, God, that's great. We should totally use that. <laughs> so you're saying you're a method actor. <laughs> I, I'm a method actor. But it's like even the cockroaches thought that place was terrible. So this is by campus? Like, yeah, it's West Campus. It's been torn Jesus. down, right? It doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> there was asbestos in that place. It was fucking terrible. They, they upgraded it. They turned it into a hole in the ground. <laughs> yeah. it's, a de- it's a depression pond now. It's uh, yeah. serving a much better purpose. The, the, best, the, the old- best party we would do every year is that we would uh, plug up all the – doorways with sandbags and we would flood the first floor <laughs> about three feet deep in water <laughs> see that's great you know see? i'm glad you mentioned that that made me think about something i want to talk about in the podcast <laughs> the other day i was reading these stories about <laughs> fucked up experiments in the 60s or fucked up experiments that have been done in the past and uh there, there were a couple that stood out the first one i'm just going to mention very briefly because the second one that's interesting the first one they got three mentally ill people who all thought they were jesus christ and made them live in a house together for two years <laughs> That's called Jersey Shore, right? That's called Achievement Hunter. And one of them was convinced he was married to a seven-foot-tall woman called uh, Madam, Ye- Madam Yeti Woman. Wow. And the scientist you would know, write letters as Madam Yeti Woman to him, trying I, to convince him I, to change his name from Jesus Christ. I tuned out of your story for one second, and I'm lost. <laughs> but anyway, I am like, what in the hell is happening? The, the, the more interesting one's the second story. You, you're talking about flooding a house. Made me think about this one. Well, my question is, how do you find these people before Craigslist is invented? How do you locate these they, people? They, 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 I mean, they're probably state-run institutions. They probably just grabbed three people, right? I guess so. Um, the second experiment that I read about was, uh, I guess the government funded this experiment down in the Virgin Islands. They want to teach dolphins to speak. <laughs> so <laughs> Who's funding on. this? So they, 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 they built a house that was partially flooded so that a woman and a dolphin could live together. Like What? <laughs> so wait, it's a like, minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I want to see the link up and on this thing. So they, uh, this, this woman lived. Like, they gave her the dolphin when it, was, uh, when it was tiny and like the dolphin grew up with her. Problem was, when the dolphin reached sexual maturity, it just wanted to, to bone her. The w- human woman? Yeah. 
So, uh, like, oh, the that's, dol- that's like a big problem, right? Yeah, the dolphin. Would Dolphins get, are always trying to bone people. The dolphin would get really aggressive and like was bruising her and attacking her because she wouldn't have sex with it. That's a, yeah. So they started giving the dolphin conjugal visits. They would take the dolphin out of the house <laughs> and let it have sex with other dolphins. But then they were like, "But this is fucking up our experiment. We don't know if we can teach it to speak if it gets to interact with other hum- with other dolphins." See, once a dolphin gets laid, it has no purpose for language <laughs> anymore. It's pretty much over. So, what the fuck are you guys talking about? So the dolphins want to have sex with people. I'm right, like, like, you, so, ever, you ever heard any of this? So. So their solution was... No, uh, you can't just brush past that. You're like, he no, said... No, 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 it became a little more gentle. Like, it was trying to court the woman who would, like, nibble at her feet. and like roll, <laughs> roll, It can't talk, but it learned to play Stairway to Heaven on guitar. And uh, it would roll over and show her junk, show its junk to her. So she started giving the dolphin hand jobs. No, no. <laughs> Get out of here. And uh, the dolphin became more receptive to their lessons after she started jacking it off. Bullshit. <laughs> but they still, it still wasn't talking. So their solution was, their solution was, oh, of course, the dolphin's not talking. You, you need to do LSD with the dolphin. <laughs> when was this? In the 60s. So they started dropping acid together. What the fuck, dude? And then after they started doing acid, the government cut their funding. But it's like, if you're that woman now, and someone asks you, what's the worst job you've ever had? Like, well, one summer I had to give dolphin hand jobs and drop acid with them in a partially flooded house. What the fuck? Did the dolphin ever learn to talk? The dolphin never learned how to talk. Why would it? It, it got uh, it got hand jobs in LSD uh, down in the Caribbean somewhere. God. Wow. What oh would you? What, what's the hope? What do they think a dolphin's going to say? I don't know. I, maybe more they wanted, hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I assume they wanted it to like look. They were trying to train to look for mines or submarines. Who knows? They're, they're always that's that's always the 1960s dolphin experience. Like we need to train dolphins to like hunt for mines. Are, are, are mines that important? Do we need to go through all this trouble? <laughs> mines are a big deal. They're mines are a big deal now. Not to the point where we need to be giving people LSD and dolphins' hands. Th- there's nothing not that, that point. The dolphin, the dolphin got LSD, too. I just want to say they, they, they treated it as an equal. What in the fuck? Man, anything went back then, I guess. It's like they could just do whatever It's like if you said were. you were a scientist, you could get money from the government. It was yeah, like, I'm a scientist, and uh, I want to do acid with beavers. I, okay. LSD was a big thing. LSD was a big gateway for research money. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, well, yeah. they, 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 they wanted to, I guess, experiment with the mind-enhancing capabilities. Did, did, uh, was, it, was it the army that actually engineered LSD? Is that right? I've heard. I don't, I don't know. I've heard, like, it's like an Alex Jones rant, but oh, I've, heard, I've heard theories that the CIA developed. I mean, where, where did it come from? I don't know. I mean, definitely not nature, right? Uh, like yeah, a, definitely not. I don't think it comes in tabs and like, sheets of paper. It came off the ass of some uh, frog from the, the Amazon. Ass of tree. You know, Tycho over at Penny Arcade is a very poetic person. And he described one. I'm so glad to be able to include Tycho in a conversation about handjobs on dolphins. <laughs> and dolphins. I know. I'm dolphins. certain he'll appreciate this. But uh, he once talked about drug use and he talked about being intrigued that there is a chemical component to consciousness. And I thought that's a really interesting way to put that. So wow. it's the same kind of thing as once they start There's to a discover. chemical component to consciousness. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that, Joel's life. That can be altered. Well, if you, if you think about it, like on a – and maybe this is a little too nerdy. If you think about it like on a chemical level, like you have neurons, right, that have like receptors. Your brain cells have receptors that are you do. shaped certain ways to accept like certain proteins so now, and certain yeah. bindings. And you can manufacture drugs that get in there and interfere with – 
the natural firing of the natural bindings. You can engineer something that kind of fits in there like a puzzle piece and fucks well, that, it up. That's, yeah, that's the that's problem, right? That's why cocaine is bad for you. It goes into your synaptical connections and messes up the yeah. connection. Uh, like, uh, it's, like use, it's like forcing a jigsaw piece into a, exactly. somewhere that doesn't fit. And yeah, you'll, too, you kind of make it fit, but then the right piece won't fit in there that, that, was, that was the analogy I always heard about it where it like, almost makes it too big and then you can't reconnect after it's – after you d- take it out of the system, yeah. Wait a minute, know. cocaine is bad for you. <laughs> You're learning all kinds of things today. They don't put I, that on the package. I told you, we're totally re- we classify this as an educational podcast now. <laughs> that story's really funny to me because it always it's always brought up where uh, with dolphins, where you go to the water park and then like one out of every four people gets like the the Fuck dolphin like dolphin? Trying, yes, <laughs> it's like a big like problem where the dolphins I, are always and like if you watch like the nature not channel, a prob- not a whatever, problem for the dolphin. Basically, how dolphins procreate. Is that uh, two dolphins get together and they basically chase down and beat the crap out of the female dolphin until she's to the point of exhaustion and then they do their business. What? That's, that's nature's mysterious way of making more dolphins. I am distancing myself from the Joel Heyman stance on dolphin sex. <laughs> this, is, this is not me. This is just how it is. You, I mean, just I, you guys, that, that end of the table is like, I don't know what, to, I don't know what, I can't get away from this conversation. I'm, 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 I'm afraid of are, the knowledge that's over here on that side. I'm distancing yeah. myself from that side of the table. Are you really, are you I really ta- taking the high ground with I, dolphin I, interspecies hey, hand jobs? I was talking about science. The federally, <laughs> federally funded science that took place in this country. Federally funded science. If that's not on the up and up, I don't know what is. Back in the 60s when shit was cool. Good lord. I mean, I wonder what's going on today. Like, what would be the LSD... Of the 2000s, like what is the drug they're testing on everything now? 4chan, Adderall. Yeah, the internet, social media. Is it? I guess it'd be like Adderall or something. What's new? Yeah, yeah. You talked about Viagra starting as a blood pressure medication, right? (laughs) Yeah. And all the male patients reported the same side effect (laughs) every single time. That's really fortunate. What's that? For the drug company. They're like, well, I guess it doesn't work right, but it's got this other feature we can totally sell. <laughs> yeah. Just change the marketing. Have you guys ever done that? Have you guys – because in Austin, Austin's <laughs> a Viagra, big no. – Austin's a big I university never, town. I've never taken Viagra. I met this yeah? guy uh, one time who ha- told like me this story. Hold on. Let me get my coffee cup <laughs> for this story. Please continue. I am not even sure. <laughs> He's like – I'm not even sure he was like Israeli – <laughs> I met him like on a set, and he's like, "Yes," and he started telling me the story, and I wasn't even really interested in hearing it. But what I could piece together, he was like, "Yes, I take the Viagra. Only take, only take small bit of Viagra because it really, really work. What only is this take, accent you're going for? I'm right not now. sure, but okay, that's that's going. the uh, apparently Dolph Lundgren with a head injury. <laughs> he he gave me all these different pieces of the story, and basically what had happened is uh, there was a dolphin. You're never supposed to tell <laughs> the other person that you take the Viagra because apparently it gets. He took a whole bunch of Viagra. Yeah. A whole bunch? A whole bunch of like Viagra. Like a handful? A handful of Viagra. Got an erection uh, that he couldn't get rid of. The wife came home. You want my medical terminology for this? Priapism. Priapism. That's Thank right. You. You're welcome. Couldn't get rid of it. Wife got angry. Stormed out on him. Was in the apartment for like, I don't know how long. Hours and hours. Finally had to go to the hospital. <laughs> so... Oh, That's our medical advice for this. Why did the, the, wife, why your doctor, the right? wife storm out? I, I guess I guess I don't know if they get offended that you need a drug to be attracted to them or Oh, I see, I see, I see. So the performance enhancing was the bad part. So she's like the judges of the two of like, No, no, I'm na- I'm naturally this attracted to you all the time. I see. So he so this guy was he's married to this lady? Mm-hmm. He's like, I've got a nonstop boner for you, baby. Ah, I see. <laughs> okay. Well why did why do you get the handful? Did he explain it to you? Did, he have, a, did, he, did he have a really bad boner? He's like, well, one's not going to cut it. See, now I'm trying to think of myself what the med- medical terminology for all of this is. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, if you <laughs> get to the point where you get aroused all the way, 100% or whatever, it, he still had it. Like, he couldn't get rid of it. Right. Right. You know, you know what the solution for that is when you go to the hospital? Scissors? I don't know. Do they give you blood clotting Scissors. medicine? Blood clotting? Jesus. Stop, no. stop the circulation? No. LSD? They, they make an incision and drain blood from you. No. Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, that's what nope. they do. No, thank that's you. That's what they do. Jesus. You know, Story it's all life. you always think. What's worse? You always think there's some sort of magical procedure, like, but it's always if like, you, no. If, if you don't, oh, why don't they just put a leech on it, for Christ's sake? I mean, if they don't let the blood out of the penis, what's the alternative? Does it eventually go away on its own? Did you really say put a leech on someone's boner? I'm it's, saying it's just as bad. It's terrible. Why are you going to the, the animals again with this? <laughs> Interspecies, man. Give, if you They've give, got that if, sucking hole. If, I can't you give, <laughs> if you give the leech a hand job, Jesus and then... Christ. <laughs> no, but seriously, if they don't... Sucking hole. If they don't oh. drain the blood... What happens? What's the worst case scenario there? Uh, well, tissue yeah, death. Can't, can't you just, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's, real. That's Shit got very real all of a sudden. That, definitely don't want that. I'd rather have a bad synaptical connection than that problem. Yeah. <laughs> how is pri- <laughs> this is going to be a fun thing to read? How, how is priapism treated? The goal of all treatment. This is from the ClevelandClinic.org site. The goal of all treatment is to make the erection go away and preserve future erectile dysfunction. If a person receives treatment within four to six hours, a four to six hour erection, the erection can almost always be reduced with medication. If the erection has lasted less than four hours, decongestant medications, which may act to decrease blood flow to the penis, may be very helpful. Other options include ice packs, surgical litigation. Litigation? It was like a, a doctor oh, sorry, lawyer? Not litigation. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> ligation. Oh, okay, okay. And then aspiration. After numbing the penis, doctors will insert a needle and drain oh, blood nah. from the penis to reduce pressure and See, swelling. See, this is why you never want to go to the hospital. What's that? I, I, this is why you never want to go no, to the hospital. No, this is why you don't want to take a handful it, of Viagra. This, yeah, yeah. You learned the wrong lesson there. Dude, what if you're it's also like, the reason why you never want to visit SeaWorld. <laughs> this is the podcast where you learn all sorts of things. I think we've made a connection away. here. Apparently, dolphins just have this. Yeah, do not throw Viagra into the <laughs> What would happen if you gave a dolphin Viagra? How, how, how bad of a day are you going to have if you're a doctor and you're like, uh, hey, guy's got a boner. you got to go drain his boner. Like, does a nurse have to do that or does a doctor have to come in? That's a like, great day. That's did, an iPhone camera day. That's <laughs> like, what that is. I just saved three people's lives. Now i got to go drain a guy's boner. All right. Man. Awesome. I, I, I got to say, still the, the toughest – this is going to be a huge downer from this fun conversation. As a doctor, it's got to be the toughest thing ever. It's just like how do you tell someone they're going to die, you know? Or like in the, in the case of the four-hour, six-hour boner, can you imagine having to talk with a guy and tell him, yeah, we're going to have to cut that off. And you're going to lose that. Yeah. I, I can imagine that because I feel like most of the time that person brought it on themselves. Gus, there's, we're in the Hippocratic Oath is the gleeful revenge. No, no, no. Cause, like, you, you have to feel bad. No, like, I, I, I understand like, what Gus is You saying. brought this on yourself. Doctor As Justice. opposed to like, I don't know, a, you get zapped by some ray that gives you a nonstop boner. That's a little different. Like when you take the medicine <laughs> versus someone giving you the nonstop yeah. boner. Another, That's two totally different things. That came out of the 60s too, I think. Yeah. That ray that, that attacks my <laughs> Zapped by a ray. That's, that's orgasmo, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is like, a, like a, a, a superhero origin story. I don't think – if you're a doctor and you have to like do that, this is probably A, why they pump people full of dr- so many drugs or whatever where it's like, you know, hey, Johnny, we got to take your arm. It's just like, well, it's going to be a lot easier to tell Johnny this if he's just pumped full of whatever. Um, but also, no. if a guy is absolutely, I don't know, terminal, like going to die 100%, maybe, you know, do you go in there and you're just like, well, you have a 5% chance to live. Yeah. You know, do you, you present it in that manner? I mean, it's just... Yeah, you, I mean... I mean, does any doctor ever go in and just be like, you're dead? So I have this movie with Jack Nicholson and Morgan Freeman I want you to watch. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> no, 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 no reason, no reason. Just you're, you you're, you're doing that thing again where you stop talking when I talk. I think I, I don't like that. 
It's, it works. <laughs> it works very well. So <laughs> speaking of telling someone they're going to die, uh, we saw The Grey. And the movie's now oh been out for a full weekend. So people so. are loving this movie, apparently. It's fucking it's awesome. I mean, I, you, it's really weird. I got associated with it in some weird way. I guess I talked about it in the podcast apparently, a couple times. I talked to Jack yeah. about it. And Jack was like, oh, I really like this movie. And it's basically what I'm getting is it's a man movie. It's a total man movie. You element fire. I get that. Joel, as, that a, works. as a professional actor, you will appreciate this. Uh-huh. Because of some weird marketing snafu or whatever reason or an editing thing, the movie was delayed by like two or three weeks, which means it came out early 2012 as opposed to right at the end of 2011. I can almost guarantee that that cost Liam Neeson an Oscar. A, nom- fact, a nomination at least. Dude, I- I've seen most of the movies now. I mean George Clooney and the Descendants might be a good push. Uh, but man, it's – Maybe the artist. I haven't it's seen the sh- artist. It's yet. a shame that that always happens. Liam Neeson uh, in the gray is fucking amazing, yeah. dude. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Maybe I should see it. Like I, I want to talk about the movie so much, but I don't want to spoil it for me too. Out there. Me too. Me too. And people keep people keep telling me they like see commercials on TV for the gray and they like run to turn it off. They yeah. keep telling me this on Twitter. Uh. But no, no, it's just the trailer itself. They decided to include some things in the trailer, some specific shots, which it will boggle your mind after you've seen the movie. Why would they put this in there? Interesting. Yeah, and I don't. If you, they, people have accidentally seen the trailer, I don't want to say what it is. But yeah, yeah, great movie. We'll give, give it a month awesome. or two, and then we can talk about it. Awesome. I've seen awesome it. I've movie. seen it twice. I've seen it twice. Wow. Now. Yeah. Well, I'd like and to I see it. Very rarely go see movies twice in the yeah. theaters. Did but, you, uh, it's because of the Rumble Box. The Rumble. <laughs> did you go to the Rumble the Box? I did not go to the D Box <laughs> to see that. I wonder what's showing at D Box right now. I'm, I like the shaking. Do you want to hear something insane though? I showed you Jack this yesterday, and you this as well. I think. So, so last night I went to go see the Gray. At the Alamo Drafthouse Movie Theater. The Ritz. And I reserved my seats online. That's, and it was it was like seeing the face of God. That's Joel. crazy. It's only at the Ritz downtown, though. That's the only theater they're doing it. That's it, awesome. Is it only a small area? It's not, is it, or is it the entire theater? It's it was, two rows in the center. Two full rows that are reserved seating. See, I, I saw it was, it was like half of two rows. So but, one row? Uh, well, it's like it's like two two halves back to back. So like one in front of the other. Jack, okay. I um, did it yesterday. Why the fuck I would you fight me on this? Because I literally went and looked for tickets for something else at the Riz just to fight, also check fight, that. Fight. And also, one, one cool thing is if you buy the reserve seats, you also got free parking downtown too. I don't what? know if you took advantage really? of that. Really? I did not. Where? Someone wow. someone researched this shit. Where do you, where do you where, where? where? Um, like two blocks up up on like like Eighth and. Uh, Lavaca, not Lavaca. I don't know. There's it's like a it's a garage, like two just two blocks north of the draft. House. Yeah, that's like right at the arch. I wouldn't do that. The Sorry. arch is our big homeless center, which is <laughs> no. Really the arch is a little east of there. The arch is off of uh, Red River. Uh, no, it's, no, it's one block west of Red River. I, the I, arch, I should, yeah. I oh the yeah, name. you're right. You're right. One block west of yeah. Red River. Man, they it, built for whatever reason they built an enormous homeless center, a block from the major tourist center in Austin. Yep. I mean, it was just. And it's funny design. too because it's a really nice looking homeless center as far as the homeless center goes. <laughs> yeah, like Art Deco. But the, really the people nice. outside are not nice. I think we made homeless nice. people. Back when we had the comics thing, we made a few comics about my interactions walking by there. I saw more homeless boob <laughs> outside of the arch than I, I care to remember. It's a weird deal because it's like if you're driving your car down the street right there, that you're almost guaranteed to get that interaction where you're going to be driving slowly down the street and you're going to get a homeless person who's going to purposely walk in front of your car and oh, then yeah. sort of look at you and give you the, the chest pound like, come on, hit me. Yeah. You know, like that sort of thing. So it's just. You know. Have you ever been tempted to do it? Because <laughs> I want to do it all the time. Do what? Hit somebody? When someone's crossing well, illegally here, here, like that, it's like, and, and they're like challenging you, like looking at, like staring you down, like they're winning. Like, oh, fuck them. Like, I, 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 I will, I will fuck this person <laughs> up. Like, what if you just, what if you just like kissed the gas 
where you're just going like a half a mile per hour but didn't stop. No, you got to commit. You just kind of keep you just kind of keep that slow crawl. I guess that's probably not going to work. You got to hit them. Move to the side and then try and choke you. Yeah, they'll, they'll punch your car as you go by. So a weird thing. There was in my screening of the gray. There must be something shooting here in Austin because there was a handful of actors that you recognize and then think I got to go look up what that guy's name is online. And they were all in the theater hmm. watching stuff. One was the guy who played uh, David Wallace. On The Office, Michael oh. Scott's corporate boss. Right. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was there, and then the guy who played uh, the dude who could fly in Heroes, and his name is Adrian Pazdar. Pazdar. The dude who – man, it's been so long since I saw Heroes. He's the – Oh, he, he was married to one of the Dixie chicks, isn't he? Is he? I don't know. I could have sworn. I could have sworn. He was born April 30th, 1965 in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, okay. That's about the extent You, you know knowledge. David Wallace, the, or the guy who plays David Wallace in The Office, he was actually like a lawyer or something. Right. For the like for someone on the offers or like someone who worked in the office and they were like, hey, you'd be perfect to play a corporate boss. And he sat down and played it. Now he's an actor, I guess. Yeah, he just got wow. the role for being that. I read just recently that um, uh, Alan Rickman, who most people would know, I think, from the Harry Potter movies, he plays Snape, right? Yeah. Die Hard. Or Galaxy Quest. Or, or, or Galaxy Quest or Die Hard. Do you know that uh, Hans Gruber – the part that he played in Die Hard was his first role ever as an actor. I just read that the other and he, day. He started, he started acting at 42 years of age, just decided to start acting. And he played, in my opinion, what is one of the seminal action villains. And it's so different, too. It's like it, his approach to an action villain was, was so different to anything else I'd seen so far. Yeah, that was so, so great at the time, you know, because yeah. he's just been like, I'm going to be the villain who's going to be somewhat calm and logical about things, which is really refreshing and nice. Your mastermind. Yeah. Well, yeah, and he's like, he's not like overly like physically threatening, but it's just like, yeah, he'll just, he doesn't give a shit and he will fuck you up. It's yeah. like Philip Seymour Hoffman in Mission Impossible oh, 3. Yeah, Same kind of way. It's just like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just fucking destroy you. And now like James Spader on The Office, if you still watch The Office, <laughs> kind of that way. Confusing and intimidating. My my one beef with Mission Impossible Three is I never understood who the Philip Seymour Hoffman character was supposed to be. It was just kind of like I get you, bad guy with no real story. Like the story was revolving around him, was but he, not about him. Was he in the uh, uh, previous? No. no. Oh, he no. wasn't. No. no. Huh. I remember the scene that were like Tom Cruise and throw him out of the plane. He just like I don't care. Mm-hmm. Throw me out. I don't give a shit. And then he'd, like after they like relents and Philip Seymour Hoffman calls his bluff. Then Philip Seymour Hoffman sitting there still tied to that chair. He's like, I'm going to kill everyone that you love. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus. Like, that's a very strong negotiating position to be tied to a chair. Yeah. About to be thrown out of a plane. You know, I have a theory that, that really famous actors, like if you go through specific scenarios, there's really famous actors who are good in specific situations. And like specifically – I got to take this phone call unfortunately. Like I think about – this is really specific, but Bruce Willis – is the best person at sitting in a chair and listening to somebody else talk mm-hmm. and just sitting there and listening. That's really specific. I'll be right back. I think it's Yeah, sure. That's fine. Fucking abandon this. Okay, now this is the that's, talk shit about Bernie portion of the podcast. Right. That's Bruce Willis on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sitting there talking to him while sitting in the chair. I don't know how I always get behind on like every movie. Yeah. Like you guys see. Because you don't go out and do anything. That's you're why. Like, you're like me, Joel. I, I, I have to wait for it to be like on Zoom or uh, like some like, or like iTunes where I can buy it and watch it at home because I don't want to go anywhere. I'm really I'm really bad about it. If you're, if you're not here at the office. How many, how many Oscar movies have you seen? Have I seen? Uh, do you have a list of Oscar movies? Uh, I have it upstairs. I want to say I've seen like two or three. Not many though. Like I haven't seen, I haven't seen The Artist, which I want to see. Uh, I hadn't seen... even heard of The Artist till the Golden Globes, I don't think. Me neither. See, that's my problem. Like, most of the movies they even name, I haven't even heard of them. Yeah. And you know what's funny? 
is that I get all those DVDs in the mail. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah, I get them all in the mail. Oh, because, yeah, you're, uh, you're still I'm, – I'm, I'm, You're a Hollywood I'm, person. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm SAG or whatever, so it's like I'm on the SAG yeah. movie list. And so the, for the nominees, they always send me – I still watch them. Well, you just, you just sell all those, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no sell That's them. why you're always at the Pirate Bay. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. I don't even open them. I won't go to the trouble of even opening I have a pile of them. Uh, I should I, watch them I, you, you fly a lot. You should just fucking <laughs> watch them on your laptop when I you fly. Sh- I, I should, but I'm really. This, that, that's your fault because you keep introducing me to all those apps, and I also the Audible people. Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I was listening to that. I uh, I just downloaded uh, Hero Academy, which is a like a, a multiplayer strategy game on my iPhone. It's been it's been pretty fun. What was the game that you played? Uh, Star Control Two. Star Control Two. Or Quan Masters. You were playing that on the way out to San Francisco. One do you remember? Time. Do you remember Star? Do you remember Star Control Two? Yeah. I don't remember playing, but I remember watching Gus play. Anytime so. I got so on a plane, you know, I was playing that game. You're not familiar yeah. with Star Control Two at all. No, I've seen Gus play it, but I haven't played it myself. Star Control Two. If you haven't played it, it's Mass Effect. Is right? Mass Effect, <laughs> but made like twenty years, made twenty years ago, with like, but like with on the pixel level. Yeah, it's you like, like build. Well, it's a little different in that you have to like get resources and upgrade your ship, but you have to like collect alien allies and then go and fight like an overwhelming force. Which is, I don't know. Well, I think those are the best great game formats. No, it was great. It, yeah. No, that was one of those things where was, Gus was playing this game on a plane. We were flying out of San Francisco for a commercial shoot. And literally in the parking lot of the place we were going, we looked across the way, and another one of the buildings was, was the building they made the game yeah, at, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the oh, developer of that right, game. Right, I was like, holy right, shit. That's right. I was yeah. like, that's it. Irony. That was the same trip that I was like, oh, wait a minute. I lived here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you, and you <laughs> lived like a couple miles away from where we were. That was a crazy That was a crazy trip. That there, was. There were no dolphin handjobs on the trip, but still. <laughs> Not or, that time. Or, it wasn't that crazy. Or LSD. Yeah. Or LSD <laughs> on that trip. Yeah, so I finally finished Mass Effect 2, finally. Good, just in time for three. Just in time for three. Okay, God, so, was a good, did you? You, you play I, I, I haven't touched all. one or two. I, I, so many, many, God, many, you're crazy. Many people have told me it's I need so to play good. all the way from one to two and then go to three. Well, here's so. here's the thing: is that I didn't all, play all the way completely through one, and okay. I just don't, I just don't have the time. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like I think if you're if you're pressed for time, you can play two and get into three. Like one is more like backstory and character development. Like the boss in like the the the, the overall enemy that they're alluding to is kind of briefly in one as an okay. unseen force and then it becomes more prevalent in two okay and i also said to myself i said i'm gonna play through this and be honest and play through it one time and play through it one time and if people die then they die that's it i'm not going back whatever one time and i like lost four people <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i lost four freaking people now i gotta know the next game we're four, I'm four people down already <laughs> did you see uh, jessica chobot's gonna be in the next uh mass effect game yeah i heard about that they announced her she's actually like modeled into the game too yeah she yeah that's kind of crazy and the girl who voices uh edie's like really hot who's edie edie is the ai in the computer yeah, the, uh, the ai on the uh on your ship the cortana of mass effect essentially see does that help when when you picture like the female voices in like your nav system mm-hmm. and all that do you ever picture like an attractive girl because i no, i picture a, a dolphin with a boner you know what ruined it for me forever it was like uh if you remember the original star trek uh-huh. and the voice of the computer on the original star trek it's major roddenberry right yeah it was gene roddenberry's wife right, right? who and, was uh, deanna uh, troy's mom exactly and so like anytime now i hear a female voice on nav or whatever i picture gene roddenberry's wife <laughs> <laughs> I, you guys, you guys don't watch Big Bang Theory, do you? No, no. no. And I got yelled at that the other day. You got yelled at that? Yeah, I got yelled at 
Because I didn't. Use, okay, okay, there you go. Words, use, good. I'm, so, uh, I'm still on the NyQuil, guys. This, it's like uh, a month. So there's a character on the show who um, he ha- he can't talk to women unless he's drunk, unless he has some form of alcohol I can't in him. talk to, to microphones. Well, there you go. But um, And so he ends up getting a, like a new iPhone, and it has Siri on it. So he like falls in love with Siri, essentially. And then the end of the episode, he ends up like having this dream where he sees Siri, and then he can't talk to her anymore. He's <laughs> like this hot redhead, and he's like, and he locks up and freaks out, so. That's pretty funny. It's pretty clever. Is the series getting dumber, wasn't it? Uh, no, no. It was, it was pretty sweet. It was a nice romantic relationship they had. Are you using your, your Siri? I never use Siri. Like, the, the only Why time I, I don't know. The only time I use voice controls on my iPhone are when I'm doing text messages while driving. Because yeah. it has a little button you can hit and just talk to it, and it'll, uh-huh. like, it'll just type out whatever well, you say. It, it'll also read you your messages. Yeah. I've got to upgrade. <laughs> I've got to upgrade. i got to get the new phone. Well, it's great. Like, I have Bluetooth in my car, so it, like... I can talk to Siri through my speakers and like the, it works. Sound, yeah, the sound system that's in my cool. car. God, you got a what a Prius, right? Yeah, so, so that's all fancy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you should really wait now. I mean, we're halfway through the cycle. I mean, you might as well wait for the iPhone six, five. I guess. I guess. Well, so. the four S was was the fourth, fifth one, right? Right. So it'd be the it'd be the sixth generation iPhone. Yeah, but you called iPhone three G. You called the iPhone four or the four, right? I mean, the three G was. Uh, the three G was the third. So yeah, three well, G was the third. But they're not going to call the next one iPhone six. They have to no, have a five. No. But it's the sixth generation. Yeah, don't fucking argue, argue with me. That's a fucking bullshit semantic. <laughs> it's the iPhone five. They're going to call it. Oh, they're going to come out with iPhone eight. Why do they do that anyway? Why? Why do they just call the last one four? Why? Why do they get to throw the letter on the on the? Why are they doing that? Is there a technical reason? I know, probably because the form factor didn't change. They didn't want people to get confused. It, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want people to be confused. They failed on that. Simple. The S was for Steve. Remember, because he died. It was for Steve. Oh, God. <laughs> so Facebook is IPOing. What does that mean, yeah. Joel? I have no idea what that means. What, what are they filing for? Like something ridiculous, right? Like a hundred well, no- billion dollar IPO or something bullshit? Right. Well, nobody knows what this means exactly. Like they, the the talk was that they were going to IPO for, uh, yeah, seventy five to a hundred billion dollars. Jesus. But nobody, you don't have the financials, so you don't know. You don't know how many – that's going to be the overall float okay. is how they're going to measure it. But you don't know what their earnings are, so you don't know if that's good or I'm not sure that – I'm not sure that I would get into that. I mean they already have a third of the world's population on Facebook. Wow. So how do you grow from that? <laughs> Aliens. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. How, how do you improve upon that? You, you, know at, I mean? you already have everybody. One C- more banner. CNBC ahead. is reporting that – they reported yesterday that Facebook is expected to file Wednesday today they're, they're for a five billion dollar IPO. Right. So a they five billion? No, Jesus. but the, the five billion doesn't matter. Like the five billion is uh, just a placeholder. Like in other words, they're just it's just so they can file paperwork. I see. Yeah, and the company's currently looking at a valuation of seventy five to one hundred billion. Right. So what they're going to do is they it's just like they file the paperwork and they just announce it's like okay we're going to go public and blah, we'll say five billion and then okay. basically it's going to start going up from there. Okay, and so you, so how does I mean? Okay, explain to someone who's never really messed with stock market stuff. So essentially, you have is it like is there a limited number of stock in a company, or does it build? Like, how does that work? There will be a limited number of shares. So at some point, if I mean, if everyone, if no one sold their shares, no one could buy more Facebook. Well, they'll they'll, they'll divide it up. They'll say this amount is going to be held by Zuckerberg. This amount's going to be held by people in the company and then this amount of the float this percentage of the float will throw to the public okay you know i but, mean but, but, it's, but, but i'm saying there's there's no limited quantity that goes or, to the public like it, it, yeah there it, is well there a, is okay right so theoretically uh, if, if, if that's it's why like, the price goes that's up why the down. price goes up because people want it and there's no there's only a certain amount of it okay right. okay that makes sense and then the people if, and correct me if i'm wrong here joel the the amount that they allocate for like employees like zuckerberg and stuff they have to wait 
typically several years before they can cash it, before it vests exactly. and they can redeem it. Like they call it, it. Okay. They call it lockup. So it's like locked up basically so they can't – the people who are on the inside can't sell their shares and undermine the public basically. Yeah, so they can't just like, dump it immediately, make a bunch of money, flood the market and devalue the stock. So Zuckerberg's exactly. going to have like what, 51% of the stock or something like that? Or? I don't know. You know, I, I don't know any of that stuff. I forget, so, I'm trying I'll, to think of social network, how much he owned. It's funny because they're talking about like all the people just like in Google back in the day. Now with Facebook, you're going to have all of these employees mm-hmm. whom overnight are going to become millionaires. Wow. And it's sort of – a problem from the company standpoint because they talked about this in other companies where it was like, well, we became public <laughs> and so all these people became millionaires. It's like all of a sudden they started showing up at 11 <laughs> instead of 9. Yeah. You know, it's like the same thing. But uh, they're, not, was, they're not millionaires instantly except to wait for their stock to vest, right? Right. But they're still, they, they just but have to hold on to it. On paper, right? They're on paper yeah. millionaires. But there's, there's different, I don't know, there's different things here and there and subtleties and this, that, and the other thing. But I'm, I'm not sure, man. It's like Facebook is so overhyped and like everybody's talking about it. I, you know, that's... They're going to have to have crazy earnings. Here's the way I look at it. Uh-huh. My mom is already on Facebook. Like, how are they going to get past that? Exactly. Are they going to get my grandmother to sign up for <laughs> Exactly. It's like, in other words, they've already maxed out probably on the amount of people. They're going to have, like, Facebook for kids. So it'll be like, you know, newborns. You just <laughs> pop them out. Exactly. They'll type in their details as, like, you know, <laughs> instead of giving you no, that you, sheet. You just, they, just like, take, they just take a genetic profile. They just <laughs> suck some amino acid out and... Immediately get the profile. I'm sorry, some amniotic fluid out. What am I saying? Amino acids. I'm like a fucking retard over here. I'm just glad we didn't get into that other stuff. <laughs> um, never mind. But anyways, um, so yeah. what 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 does it mean when God? Why are we talking about finance? What does it mean <laughs> when a stock splits? When a stock splits, basically, it's uh, you half the value uh, of the share. So if you have ten dollars a share, then it's going to be five dollars a share, and then there's twice the amount. So it's like the float theoretically is not affected. The overall value is not so then affected. They cut it, the it, price it, in half, but you get double the shares. Exactly. Okay. So it's like you have one share at ten dollars. All of a sudden, you have two shares at five dollars. Right. Which isn't. It's funny. A lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, stock split. Yeah, that's not really on paper. That's not really doesn't mean anything. Yeah. People. But love, a lot of times it can generate. Yeah. People interest. love the split. Like I remember back yeah. in the '90s, Dell would yeah, split. You're like, split. yeah, they get so much. I, yeah. I, I always thought that it meant the price doubled or they had double shares no, or something. See, that's the thing. A lot of people think that. So consequently, what happens is it does go up, but it's just because people yeah, are confused. That's bullshit. That's stupid. It, it, it's <laughs> bullshit. But it works. But it works. Sometimes you just want to get. You want to create a catalyst. Yeah. That's how you do it. And it's like buzz or something. Baidu, right? Baidu did it perfectly. Baidu do it, does it all the time. We devolved to finances while you're gone, Bernie. We're talking about Facebook Ooh. IPOs. I'm back. Welcome back. We did so, devolve to Facebook. What do you think about the Facebook IPO? Um, what is it, $50 billion? 75 to 100. 75 to $100 Esti- billion? Dollars? Estimated. I, you know, I don't know. It's where everybody is right now. I mean, it's, you know. It's where it's, everybody is. But that, that's what we were talking about. Like, there's no... You can't. You're not. You're not. They're not going to grow in terms of the amount of users they're going to bring in, but they could grow in but terms of maybe the they amount could grow of in ads, and in, in ads, or I guess they take thirty percent of uh, everything Zynga makes. Jesus. So really? yeah. Wow. God, did you see the Forbes post published an article about why Zynga should be allowed to wither and die? I mean, just like, <laughs> what? I couldn't believe a magazine wrote it. It's like, I wonder, wow. I wonder how people. I wonder how people in our community feel about Zynga. Like, I wonder if people in our community play those games or how they feel about it. because i know a lot of a lot of traditional gamers like people who you I, know, I wonder we, what, we appeal to like a lot of the you know triple a title people don't really go for that stuff I, I it's a totally different market i mean I, it is the forbes market. article from january 9th is entitled why zynga is doomed <laughs> i wonder what would happen if we had it like a game type app on our on our site have we, have we ever thought about anything like that have we talked about what what like having games on our site as far as like like a 
you know, Mafia Wars type game or something. I mean, some sort of like, you know, API built. We have gaming built into everything that's on the site. So, like, we have gaming built into the leveling system on the profiles, mm-hmm. you know, so that it's got gaming elements in it, but we don't have specifically a game yeah. built to put on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, obviously, you can see the implications of Reverse Blue for a long time was our most popular show. How do we have a game based on Reverse Blue, you know, without, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without that turning into like, you know, a much bigger discussion? Um, and so, yeah, we talked about it. I know Matt was big on it in one of the redesigns about putting Flash games up and things like that. It just seems like, I don't I, know. I'm, I'm curious as to what the user, users would think about that. About Zynga? About games. About games. Like, what, can, you think about like games, Joe, on our video game website? I hate it. <laughs> is there any way we can get Legends of the Red Dragon mixed in? Like, does anyone, anyone no, no, remember no. that game? Like, in other words, like games like that are on Facebook right now, I wonder how they'd feel about games like that being on our site. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I have been on Facebook. I was a late adopter, a very, very late adopter to Facebook. I, I've never seen these games. Where do you, where do you never, go to get them? They're, they're just – they're on Facebook. You, like, do a search. I, well, that's the thing. I've never – Like, in the search bar, you just type, like, Farmville. So, like, I go, to, I, I I never, go to, like, Farmville, like, it's a profile? And you, like – yeah, and you, like, install this app. There's, like, a button, and it installs it. So I'm going to go ahead and say no one here has actually played one of those games. No. I've never – I don't know what Farmville I is. I deny and block every single one, I guess. Yeah, I've never played it either. They talk to you, the games? Yeah, well, because like, then on your friend's feeds, it'll be like, so-and-so's doing this, so-and-so's doing that, or so-and-so invites you to yeah. help them make a and carrot. And this is a good time This is a good time for me to say. Make your own fucking please, carrot. Please don't invite me. <laughs> well, you're, the, you're the idiot who has <laughs> got 9,000 friends on Facebook, <clears throat> so you have, no, you have no way to say no because you're <clears throat> the just, idiot who accepts everything. Well, the thing is stock price is doing pretty good. I am, I am going uh, to defriend Jack, though. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not friends with you on Facebook. Joel. I'm friends with you either. <laughs> I know that's how it works. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> What's the but, point? You see each other. Yeah, we're in the same fucking building. <laughs> no, but it's because I have it set up so you can do a friend request up from friends of a friend. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it. And uh, Joel has 9,000 friends. I, have, I do not have 9,000. I have 100. I have 100 friends. And in fact, I just deleted people to get back down to 100. I feel like that's a good number. Well, aren't that, you that was, popular? That was my, my sort of approach to what Twitter. What do you mean? I don't know. How many, do you, how many do you have? Like a billion? No, I'm cutting down. Uh, I think I have 2,000 currently. 2,000 friends? No, no, I have 1,800. 1,800. Yeah. So they've got this timeline feature now on Facebook. I, I joined Facebook in like 2006. Mm-hmm. It was like, like basically like six months after it became – after it came to UT, I think. Back when you needed an EDU email address yeah. to join that's, Facebook? That's why I liked it. I, I never – like I wasn't a big fan of MySpace. I never got on there. But I liked Facebook because it, it was set up where you had to be in college in order to get in. I didn't understand that at the time. And it was, it was I great. I still don't understand you know, it. Because you know, it wasn't full of, of crappy bands and – Exclusivity. You know, yeah. Yeah, marketing. Yeah. Which I thought it was a genius idea. Hmm. Target a niche ex- and it's a big niche. And, and then exclude people, yeah. And so – but you were never on MySpace? Uh, like, briefly. I think I had a profile, but I never really did anything with I, it. I never had a MySpace profile. Yeah. My, wow, my thing, the thing about MySpace is, like, once I saw movies or bands being advertised, is go to our website at myspace.com slash our crappy movie. Like, I knew it was that was going to be the downfall. The, and now I'm seeing that with Facebook. Uh, yeah. No, everybody. I think everybody. So that, I mean, it was so bad that it was interesting. I mean, it's like you could see, you could log on to MySpace and be like, wow, this is... 20% worse than it was yesterday. It's like, it's like, it's like essentially GeoCities. So well, that's what happens like, when you put the creation tools in the hands of oh, the God, people. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. You get auto-playing music. A lot, of, le- a lot of lessons to be learned from MySpace. You know, Zay, Zay Frank actually had a contest to make the worst MySpace page you possibly could. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some really terrible ones, like animated GIFs and stuff. Oh, you can... And, w- and the worst GeoCities page... Just natural, wild GeoCities page, probably worse than anything that was put into that contest. <laughs> did, you, did you have a GeoCities site? I did not. I did not. Anybody else? I always had my no. own domain name. I yeah, me too. Yeah. I, think, I think it was uh, GeoCities.com slash Hollywood slash lot slash 9991. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, that'll fit on a business card. <laughs>
I, I just I'm, I don't know. Facebook is I'm, I'm still kind of like I'm slowly adopting it. You know, it's just people. I mean, people people post too much stuff. Honestly, people just post too much stuff. Yeah, there's way too much personal stuff on on Facebook. Yeah, and Twitter and everything. That stuff. That stuff just sits there forever too. Like, that never out, goes away. Who do you, I, this is always a thing. It's it's who do you think in this room has more tweets? We can go through the count right now. I'm gonna guess Joel. No, oh, no, no, wait, no. no, it's not Joel. All right, I'm gonna go I'm gonna look at last. Joel, what's your what's your Twitter name? Joel Heyman. It's definitely between Bernie and I. Mm. Um, Joel Heyman. I'm gonna guess myself just because Bernie hasn't been on Twitter as long as I have. I'm the only one. You're here. right. You're probably the smarter. Uh, Joel Jeff. has 492 tweets. Mm. Not what, many. What's your name, Gus, on Twitter? Sorola. Sorola. I'm looking up Sorola. S O R O L A. Got it. And you, Joel. Are... What's your Twitter name? Are you looking up Dead Space Two? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. Here. I was trying to give you help, trying to get you some followers. He, he said it already. Okay. Yeah, that'll I'm help. I'm trying to help out. That's cool. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. Sorola, you have. What's yours? Mine? Mine's Jack underscore P. You have 2,151 tweets. Are you embarrassed by that? Hell yeah. Are you embarrassed by that? No. What's, what are you, Jack? How, what's I'm, yours? I'm Jack underscore P. Jack underscore P. Because Jack P is a guy who used to work for Microsoft. Now, what are you going to do? The guy who owns Bernie. Gamertag is a guy who was in the Xbox Live launch team. There's nothing to do. Fuck, I keep screwing this up. Uh, Jack P. Uh, What's P stand for? Patillo. <laughs> Patillo. Potato. Patillo. One of my favorite things to do is just mispronounce Jack's name. I, I, I used to do that all the time. I had so much fun. He hated it. He really, like that. overly hated I, it. He's it. super he sensitive about it. Does, it. I would call him Patillo. He you have 3,549 <clears throat> tweets. Wow, that's fewer than I thought it was. How many, how, many do you, how many do you have? I'll look it up. Uh, 3,500, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. What are you, Bernie Burns or some shit? I am Bernie Burns, all one word. Let me see here. So, and while you're at it, why don't you follow two, at Rooster Teeth? And, and, and please do. And we, we do have one for RTX? Can RTX we, event. RTX event. And, so, and achievement hunt. We should talk about that. And achievement hunt, yes. Um, is it Atch Hunt? No, it's, it's, it's achievement, achievement Hunt. Achievement Hunt, okay. I have 2,358. Are you embarrassed by that? You asked me if I was embarrassed, I and you've got more than I've you got have. Like more than you. 9% more on top of what I have. <laughs> So fuck you. <laughs> so but 500 of my tweets are to the live, live food girls. I also, so I also bet you fine. signed up for Twitter after I did because I signed up really early when it, when it started. That's something to brag about. No, I'm just You're saying. early Twitter you, adopter. You, you've tweeted more in less of a time. Listen, I'm having I, – I am, I, am, I am probably the most conflicted Twitter user ever. I just can't. I just – something about it. So what it comes – so, okay. When Twitter first started, I hated it I, I and I – didn't get it, and I was wrong. I was, I was, now I, now I, I love Twitter. I was sitting next to you the day you fell in love with Twitter. Yeah. You also – you probably don't reply to anybody on Twitter, Gus. That does not seem like your style in He actually way. did this morning, as a matter of fact. Occasionally I will. I mostly reply to people. Mm. That's what I do. I mostly reply because people ask questions on there, and I just – I reply back to them. Mm-hmm. So I guess probably a third to half of my things are actual tweets of like, Hey, I read lunch. Does it does it count if you retweet stuff? Because I retweet stuff that I think is funny. Yeah. Like I, was, I, I retweet a lot. People don't like when you retweet, though. Really? I was making jokes about the I'm mostly the Battlefield movie budget this weekend. And yeah, people some made some funny, some funny replies. Battlefield budget? What's that? The, 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 Battlefield, the Battlefield movie. movie. Oh, I'm sorry, the Battleship movie. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, apparently it has a $200 million budget. What the fuck is that? And it's a spaceship, right? I don't know. It's, it's a spaceship that's water. underwater that boats have to fight. <laughs> And this is all wow. based on the board game, or the, yeah. is it a board? Can you call it a board game? I don't know. So it's two hundred million dollars. I think the best pun was uh, Brian, who works upstairs, said he wasn't sure if the movie was seaworthy. Uh, oh wow! I that was. I thought that was good. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I retweeted the shit. <laughs> did you do what we did? Did you went ah? And I was like, oh, oh clever. Yes. 
play on words. <laughs> All right, so the moral of the story is I have more tweets than anyone here. I'm what sorry. are you tweeting about? Let's let's get a sampling. I'm of sorry Jack, for that. Let's get a sampling of Jack P's wisdom. Let's get the Jack P flavor. What have I said recently? God damn it! I got to look at my phone now. You start deleting shit. I know. Quick, hurry up before you guys find it all. Uh, Jack's recent tweet: Enjoying my f- time here at Geek Bowl. Only one video game question so far, and I got it right. Okay, so, so let's you talk guys about went that. to Geek Bowl. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great springboard. <laughs> See, there you go. You're welcome. That actually does play into something we did. So this this weekend we went to uh, Kathleen Sanders. Came down to was see us. at Ninja Harlot. <laughs> no, let's not do this. Please, let's not do this. For everyone we talk about, um, the uh, but yeah, she came down to see us, and uh, she invited us to go to. She's like, "Oh, I'm coming down. There's this trivia thing. You guys should come along." And like David Ellis was going to come, but then um, you know people just get busy, yeah. very busy, especially because a lot of the team is works at three four three, and it's a Halo launch year. So guess what? They're working. Um, so it ended up to where she needed four people to fill in slots on this trivia team, and I said, "I can figure out something." So. Jack, you came. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bar- Brandon came, and Barbara came. Mm-hmm. Brandon, good luck. <laughs> well, well, the funny thing was <laughs> is that it turned out too. Uh, then we ended up with seven people uh, that were that were there, and and uh, we did said, you break well, into two teams? Only couldn't have one team. Well, we said we we can only have six people, and Brandon immediately goes, "I'll leave." Like immediately, <laughs> like, he's yeah. like, "We're in line." He's like, he came all the way downtown. He goes, "I don't care. I'll take the bullet. Bye. See you, everybody. I'm gonna go drink." And so, thank God, because you know Brandon was a really cool dude. He made that process very, very easy on us, and <clears throat> we didn't have to have Brandon our jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like your Achilles heel removed itself. It was like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like your weakness went away on its own. Yeah, and if Brandon was here, you go, what's Achilles? <laughs> what is that? How do you guys do? So, I, so I'll just say the other day, or yesterday, Brandon uh, got on AIM and asked me, he goes, "Do you know what a shuttlecock is?" So I, I'm guessing, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that came up in something we won't talk about. Well, no, that, we'll tie that in. I don't care. We'll talk. Talk about that, okay. but we'll talk about it because it plays in nicely to this conversation. <laughs> so we show up at this event, you know, we wait in line, we get in, and somehow in the course of waiting in line to get in, trivia night turned into, oh, well, this is a thing called Geeks Who Drink. This is a national contest that they have in pubs all over the place. And this is the world championships. Oh. And you're representing Seattle, <laughs> yeah. our team. So we stepped in at the world championship level. Betraying you- Austin. In yeah, the we process. did. We did. Oh, dude! Every time they mentioned Seattle, I stood up and screamed like a maniac. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, Seattle! But uh, I hope you took plaid, dude. I got to tell you, first of all, Jack came out of the gate swinging. He was like half our first round. Yeah, the first round, I got the very first question right. It was a uh, Stone Cold or a Stone the uh, Steve Austin question about wrestling. It was what is his finishing move? It was a Stone Cold stunner. I bet Jack is a trivia fiend. He did okay. You know, we you all know, did okay. My, my dad used to watch Jeopardy when I was a kid, and I would sit there and, just, and watch him just tear through that thing. I got a really funny story to tell you about that, too. And, uh, so anyway, I, I totally – I think that might just run in the family. So <laughs> I, I don't want to get too – I don't want to get a tangent here, but I got to tell you a funny Jeopardy story. Um, so at halftime, there's eight rounds of eight questions approximately. Okay. Some of them were like a little bit longer. Like there was, a, there was one that was like an eight-part question because it was <clears throat> named cast member from Sex and the City. Which Blondie, oh, Barb just destroyed it. She she did awesome. So we get the scores at halftime. We were tied for third in the world. Wow. Like, no, we, we were tied for seventh. So there were six teams in front of us, but we were in the third group. There was like a one, a four, and then seven. There's a couple teams times for first, okay. a couple teams times for second. Still third. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know, third group of people. Third best I, score. I, I just want to say. You know. Third best score. Yeah. That's a good there way to look go. at it. That's a good way. Yeah. Just got that Come on. Wrong. Jack, how can you have that many tweets and not be a good marketer? Self promoter. <laughs> how, how's that possible? Oh, because then someone's going to come in and be like, you weren't really. <laughs> so I want to make sure we're all right. <laughs> That's a good internet voice. <laughs> that is a good internet voice. 
Um, so, so that was out of like what two hundred teams? Two hundred. Holy shit! Yeah, that's like, really good. Yeah, dude, we were kicking ass. Yeah. We kicked ass, and then uh, so how'd you fuck it up? We fucking choked <laughs> so bad. Yeah, the second we, half we fell apart. I ever did. There was one round in particular we did really, really poorly in. But there was some. There was a great round. There was one. You know that Jeopardy category where it's like you start a sentence with one thing and then ends it with another. Where um. Well, I, I, let me okay. Let me just say what they, they gave you there. It was essentially like this Jeopardy sort of idea, except it was with like high class and then low class. And their um their uh, basically the the answer they gave you was uh, Moby Dick in a box. Right. So that that was the, okay, the yeah. answer to the question. There was like two different things. Yeah, it was yeah. like uh, two Brazilian girls sharing a glass of poo uh, on top of two like a dome on top of another dome. So it was two girls, one couple of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it was pretty clever. It's it was, a tri- Gus, come on. It's a trivia yeah, contest. Yeah. It's not going to be. It was, it was pretty funny, though. So Anyway, hey, Bernie, I'm looking at the uh, the final scores. They finally put up the final list. Shit. So, the, okay, I'll say this. The first place, like, they had a tie for first place, so they actually had, like, a sudden death thing. Uh, the first place teams tied with 93 points. Out of a possible what? Um, I don't know what the actual, Okay. But that's that's the high. I'll say that that's the high. Um, the low score was 40 um, out of like, all, okay. like the lowest score in the whole thing. Is we, this worldwide or just at the place you just, were? Just the place we were. Okay. But this is, this represents the at whole. At the global you know, championships. Okay. Yeah. So we scored 76 points. Okay. Middle. Yeah. So we did, I mean, uh, above middle. So I, I don't know exactly. No, middle. But I would say we came in about maybe 30th or so. Yeah, that, looks, looks, like. that looks all right. We're oh, about, about 200 teams? That's, yeah. It's we're pretty, about 30th. For, so, for no preparation, that's pretty Not different. at all. Literally walk, like walking up like, oh, what are we doing? How do you, how do you prepare for a trivia? Uh, read Wikipedia. <laughs> Were you allowed to throw things at the other tables? Other so teams? you said you, you couldn't use your phones, right? Were you, were you no. like, you had to like <laughs> no. power your phones off? No, or? You, you like have your phone in your pocket. And they were serious. They had they had guys walking around. They had like the quiz masters watching mm-hmm. you and stuff. If anyone pulled out a phone, you were the out. quiz like, masters. Quiz they get to wear hats. And they have like the fucking wizard hat with like stars and moons on it. Like, no, like, I master the quiz. So like because they, they, all the quiz masters came in from all over the country too. Like they had a bunch in Austin, but they still flew in people from like Seattle, Colorado, Philadelphia, and like before. So the, it, was a, it, was a, it was a nationwide cast of losers. <laughs> Take it easy. Wow. <laughs> Take it easy. I'm, I'm with you. So, go ahead. Go ahead. But uh, b- before the whole event started, they had like this marching band come out, and like uh, everyone had like flags. It was like it was like the March of Nations. What in the fuck? Are it, was, you like, serious? It, was, it was like it was like the March of Nations, they where they had like signs band? and stuff. And then uh, and then they got on stage and did uh, what was that 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 uh, the anger thing the the. Hawaiians do, or so, no? They did so. They the did the like, anger the po- thing. The Hawaiians do. Guys go to the, the fucking Olympics, like the Poly- like the Polynesian thing. Where, they like, did they, the Maori the war dance, uh, the intimidation okay. thing. Okay, I could see the angry thing that Hawaiians do. The Maori war dance. <laughs> they did the, the on, Maori. They did the Maori war dance at a trivia. Yeah. Were, they, were they Maori or were they just like one guy had his face no. all painted up? But, but they would no, no, they weren't. They were okay. just doing it. Yeah, yeah. So. that's pretty obscure. But I guess for a trivia contest, you can do obscure things that people will understand. Was everyone in the audience be like, "That's a Maori warrior"? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, okay. African anger dance. I know. So <laughs> I know the, the correct answer. The, the second, the second round was a music round, which was, this was really cool. So typically in the music rounds, what they do when they do it at the pubs, they just like play back something on a laptop or whatever. It's like you know, it'll be like a cover of a song or something like someone from YouTube covering a song, and then you have to name the original artist and the song. So for this big event, they had there was eight different questions during the thing. They had eight different cover bands come up and do and perform it live there and like in the like on stage, and wow. then you had to get it. And so it was pretty cool. Like um, there was like an, a full orchestra performed uh, "Everlong" by Foo Fighters. There was like a like a like a rockabilly band did Johnny Cash. Uh, a Glee Club from UT did an Eminem song. So it was, was kind of cool. This is crazy. Yeah. It was fun. It was serious. That was a big deal. <laughs> it, was at the, it was at the Austin Music Hall, right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, if you if you can get together six friends, they do these events all over the U.S. So, yeah. so just go to geekswhodrink.com. 
I just because we had fun at the event, and we thought, fuck, we kicked ass. Why don't we go back? So we were talking with Jack and Barb about you know going somewhere this and, week. And you're allowed to drink. There's there's like eight this week in Austin yeah. that they do these things. I mean, they're, they're happening so, all I mean, the time. The person who won the world championship has it for about a week. No, no, no. no, the, no. The, 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 it, it's a you qualify over the course of a year. Oh, I which see. We didn't. We just qualified. Yeah, you all must have really worked hard to qualify, huh? <laughs> we, we, we qualified by parking close and knowing somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Stringent rules on the. Uh, I guess if you know somebody, that's uh, yeah. But there's some funny team names in and then, here. And so the winner got a thousand bucks. Is that right? Five thousand bucks. Five thousand bucks. Yeah. First place got five thousand. Second got and it's two. A team, it's a team of six. Huh? Third got one thousand. So wow. And uh, second and third place were both Austin teams. Which and there was a lot of people who were, like, thematically dressed up. Like, there was a team across from us that all had plaid shirts and mustaches and, like, that's, mirrored sunglasses. That's awesome. And I got to say, Jack and I were talking about this. There was a really cute girl who had a mustache. It didn't detract from her attractiveness at all. <laughs> there was something weird about it. I don't know what to tell you there. I might uh, be revealing too much. So was it actually worldwide? Were there people, were there international teams there? Or was it just, like, It was, it was definitely U.S. I mean, they had people from all over the U.S. I know that for sure. I don't, I don't know if Foreigners don't know shit about trivia anyway, right? No. Dude, no. So they, there's a movie round where they showed clips from movies, and uh, one of the movies was uh, Monster we Squad. Kicked ass. Yeah, we kicked ass on that one, by the way. But one of the movies was Monster Squad, and they showed the clip, and I heard the table behind us go, what the hell is that? And I was like, <laughs> I, like turned, I was like, are you kidding me? That's Monster Squad. And I had no idea. You give so them the you answer? Give the answer, dummy. No, 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 I mean, I, I, once, once yeah, the... Why would you... I, think I, I, did, I didn't, I didn't give away the answer. I know that for sure. <laughs> Stop talking over each other. <laughs> so I had a buddy, Dave, in high, in high school, in college, who would watch Jeopardy! Every fucking day. And he actually had this home – it was like a calculator, but it was a Jeopardy play-along what? device. Yeah, he had this thing. <laughs> and he would use it, and he would play along. And it would, so we'd go in there and watch Jeopardy with him, and we'd shout out to him. He'd go, shut up, shut up, shut up. And so <laughs> one day I hatched this awesome plan uh, with his roommate where he couldn't watch Jeopardy one day because he had a test. He was an engineer, go figure. And so he had a lab or something that couldn't watch Jeopardy. So I said, okay, we recorded Jeopardy that day, and I watched it like three times. And then the next day we came in, and we started playing it. We recorded it, so it was like 15 minutes early, so we just started playing it. And then he turns it on to watch Jeopardy, so he watches the previous day's Jeopardy, and I knew all the fucking answers. He freaked – I thought he was going to die. He freaked out so bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? Because I was always the guy in there who was like my, – my joke that I always do is like say, to say – um, you know, this author wrote uh, classic tales, including a tale about a, a obsessed captain and a whale. And I'd say, "Who is Bernie Burns?" <laughs> like to every question, I would do that. He go, "Shut up, Burns! Shut up!" Every time. And so the, when he came in, I knew every answer to every question. Wow. He was like, "I thought he was gonna have a fucking conniption." <laughs> my uh, my standard answer when I don't know the answer is Muhammad Ali. <laughs> That's a good one. It's like if you your trivia anything trivia. If I don't know, it's Muhammad Ali. Do you know that I share a birthday with Muhammad Ali? Did we talk about that? No. Ma- wow. Muhammad Ali have the same birthday as me. Did you see the clip recently where uh, someone answered Donkey Punch on Jeopardy? Oh, yeah. Get out of here, really? Yeah. The correct answer was Rabbit Punch. Yeah. They said uh, Donkey Punch. They Yikes. were wrong. Wow. Yeah, they got that wrong. You know, one of the names of the uh, teams that was in the Geek Bowl was Big Trouble in Little Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> also... I, think, I think Team Dong came in second place overall. So <laughs> There's also another great team name. It's Words That End With Andwich. <laughs> Anyway, it was fun. So if you, I would go to. I would definitely recommend going. You to said there's like eight of them in town this week. Yeah, two drink. There's got, like there's one at the Highball. I know there's one at a place called Mister Tramps. Uh, actually, my my old roommate is one of the quizmasters here in Austin. So he, does he have a hat? By the way, I've heard this fact a thousand times. He keeps saying this over and over again. <laughs> Gus, and, have you heard this a thousand and times? And when the guy even came up on on stage because he was part of the event, like Jack was in over. He was across the table from me, and I heard this noise. 
<laughs> he was so happy. So quiz is in Texas, and I can narrow it down to uh, Austin. There's like yeah one. There's three on Sunday in Austin this Sunday. So if you, I'm sure you can find one of these events in your hometown, especially if you're in a particularly geeky city. I would think. Yeah, you can find it. That's crazy. Damn. Oh, we the other thing I want to talk about because we're this is a nice segue from talking about trivia. So we just recorded two more episodes of. I can't remember what to call this series, but the What Do You Know series. Okay. The one where we sat down with Ben and we talked with him about American history and he didn't know anything about it. So we've been slowly figuring out what everyone in the office doesn't know about. Like for Brandon, it's Earth, you know? And then so (laughs) – but we actually – I got to say the second person we tried to do this with was Brandon and we tried to ask him science questions. He actually did really well. In fact, to the point where it's like, okay, I guess we can't use this. I mean he couldn't – he <laughs> yeah. knew all the answers, all the questions. However, we sat down with two other people this week, and they didn't know shit about anything. And <laughs> nice. Was, they had some really, really funny answers. I've heard some uh, some rumblings about some of the stuff that happened back there. I can't wait to see uh, the video. Yeah, Check. so those will be coming soon. I don't want to watch any of the, the raw footage. I'd rather just wait for it to be cut for my yeah, enjoyment. Brandon told me he had 50 minutes worth of an interview footage of one of the people you guys talked with. So wow. That's rough. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to cut that down to – Four minutes. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, there's the. I mean, one of the guys we talked to was Chris. I don't mind revealing, and Chris just talks. You talked about this one time in one of the his, oh, yeah. RTAA. It's, it's uncanny. Like his pauses are unbelievable. <laughs> he will pause for a long time. So if that's it, easy it, to so edit. So I'm, I'm glad to see people will. Oh no, if they're gonna edit it out, it's like oh. be interesting for people to see. That could, that could be like a bo- that. That could be a sponsor, like a sponsor version, just like nothing but pauses. Just cut all the pauses. Yeah. Yeah. Let me think about this. Uh, <laughs> he's really bad about ordering. There's no question about oh, it. Speaking of animated adventures, the uh, RT animated adventure shirts should be coming out today. Hey. I haven't checked to see if they're actually in the store, but we have, uh, I believe, four or five different shirts. I know. That, uh, I know someone who, in Seattle who's going to be very excited about that. <laughs> but uh, so, if you're interested in uh, in Rooster Teeth animated adventures, you should check out the uh, the store. Did you not see that yesterday, Bernie? You don't read, you don't read Twitter very often, do you? What happened? Oh, 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 Allison? There you go. Stroll? Yeah. <laughs> Miss Allison Stroll up in 343 Industries. Very excited about RTAA shirts. Yeah. I'm a, I, you always have to be careful about doing this because when people say, hey, Jack, you look just like who? Who do people tell you look like? I used to get, honestly, back in the day when I was in high school, I used to get James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek? Okay, can't before, see that. Before, before I wore glasses. Can't see that either. Joel, who do you get? People tell you look like who? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still reeling from Jack's answer. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was kind of shocking. What? <laughs> you guys are assholes. You're the guy who ate James Van. <laughs> 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 Alright, fuck you guys. I'm out. No, you're not. Sit down. Be in, quiet. in high school, I used to get Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. And then later in life, I got Seth Rogen. So where the fuck did I go wrong? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Something changed for me. I get Animal. Animal from, from Muppets? Muppets? <clears throat> what, do you get anything at all, Joel? What do you um, like? That dude from Bones. I get, I get, you know who I would say if I looked at you, people tell you you look like? Keanu Reeves. I used to get that. Yeah. Especially because Joel has this, like, ankle-length trench coat that he wears sometimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, I've, never, I've never seen this. <laughs> he does. He wears, like, a, it's like a cape slash trench coat. It looks like something from The Matrix. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking how about? How have you not brought that to Vegas? I just want to see why. How, how did you, how did you, that thing is impossible to pack. How did you not wear that thing to Edmonton when we went up there? Because when he pulls it out yeah. of the suitcase, it makes this noise. Whoosh. <laughs> It comes with its own sound effects. <laughs> and everything's slow. It doesn't even slow motion. You have to walk around it. Techno music plays. Dude. <laughs> but you always have to be careful when you tell somebody that you they look like somebody because you could unintentionally insult them. However, Allison Stroll, 
this time of year, I always know it's Sundance time of year because all of a sudden Allison Stroll starts showing up in all my news feeds, and then I realize, oh, it's not Allison Stroll, it's Parker Posey. Because mm. oh, yeah. I think she's uh, a, I think she's a dead ringer yeah. for Parker Posey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. Who is always, always at Sundance for whatever reason? Parker Posey is always at Sundance. There, so. There's an employee at the Starbucks near our office that kind of reminds me of Allison Stroll every time I see her going yeah. over there in South Park Meadows. There's a guy who works at Rudy's who's a dead ringer for Marshall. Here at the office. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, I've spot, seen that guy. Marshall, spot on. Yeah, there's a lot Marshall of may be moonlighting at Rudy's, by the way. <laughs> Mar- Marshall and Matt, I feel like I see them all the time. Yeah. My wife says that about Matt. Yeah, no, I see them, especially like in traffic. Like yeah. any, any guy driving. Everybody the reminds her of Matt. Yeah, I don't know. Two Is different it? people in the gray reminded her of Matt. <laughs> Maybe he just gets around. I think I know it's know. one of the guys you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, God, the, the gray is such a good movie. The gray is such a good movie. Do you remember when we were down in Buda? There was this hardware store right across the street from our office mm-hmm. that then when they built the Home Depot at the highway – this is a sad small-town story. They built a Walmart and a Home Depot out by the highway. We were about a mile in, and it shut down like all the local-owned businesses there. There was a local hardware store, and Home Depot got built, so they converted to a barbecue place, which was weird. A barbecue place that sold hardware. Well, they're like, I guess they had a bunch of like, wood. What's the one thing that Walmart can't <laughs> sell? You know, barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. And they had an awesome thing there called the – the Big Oak Philly? Bill, that's what it was, Big Oak Philly. And it was a cheesesteak sandwich, but it was made with brisket instead of, like, steak. Oh, and it had God, jalapenos wow, on it awesome. and barbecue sauce. That sounds awesome. So good. It was awesome. It was so good, and it was it was great. But there was a dude who worked there who was really, really quiet, and he looked just like Russell Crowe. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy was – We were convinced it was Russell Crowe. Because he, he never said did, a word, and he tried to talk to him, and he just looked down, and he wouldn't say anything. I was like, he, this is Russell Crowe studying for a part. That is Russell Crowe <laughs> right there. Do you remember? And then one day, he finally did talk to us. He was like, you know, what do you guys do? We're like, oh, we kind of mentioned that we work in video games. And he was like, I used to be a professional Counter-Strike player. And we were like, what? <laughs> That's, dude, in downtown I remember the story, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I played Counter-Strike professionally for like a year or two. I had to give it up. Yeah. I had to give up the life. And then I was like in some hardware <laughs> store in Buda. It was like, yeah, it was like some middle-aged Russell Crowe lookalike <laughs> it was in a cra- small town. It, it was crazy how much that dude looked like Russell Crowe. Hmm. Crazy. Now, every time we talk about Buda, every single time, I want to get in the car, drive down to Buda, and go eat Garcia's chicken. And I know Joe will go with me. You know, that the, the, it's funny because if you get Garcia's chicken fried chicken at Garcia's, it's like the greatest dish ever. But if you get it to go and you wait about 20 minutes, not nearly as good. It like coagulates. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, and it's weird. You've never seen a food go from the best food in the world to not really very good food. In about well, the best it's, food. It, the, the problem is the best hurts. food has a lot of fat in it, and then when that cools down, you don't want. No, don't no, want it's it's funny. It like hardens into yeah. just this brick yeah. of. Uh, I don't know. You want it to harden inside. Yeah, you want it to harden <laughs> in the arteries. Yeah, right. <laughs> in your <Near> body. The <laughs> heart. <laughs> you want that, yeah. But don't you also find there's some foods like if you just delay eating them for like a few minutes, they get exponentially better. Yeah, it's like when you get a steak off of the grill, you don't touch it at first. Well, that's specifically yeah, for steak, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's one of the foods. You oh, you, are you talking about, like, you letting let something rest. rest overnight? I'm talking even, like, a cheeseburger. Not rest overnight. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, a cheeseburger. Like, if you let a cheeseburger sit for, like, five or six minutes, it, like, gets better. What, there's, there's because it bleeds. There's something about the gravity, it too. into itself. When you eat a cheeseburger, like, the gravity, the last two bites of a cheeseburger are, like, the best yeah. ever. It's, it's like, the, as you're picking up, the, the cheese is, like, slowly sliding yeah, the bun, into the back. the bun gets compromised. <laughs> <laughs> By, yeah, all the juice and there's the inner a, goodness of the burger. A structural integrity failure. That's exactly what it is. The shields on the buns fail. <laughs> the shields on the buns fail. <laughs> and in comes the flavor. In comes the flavor. Pizza's always better the next day, I think. Mm. I had the stupidest fucking friend in middle school who so, tried to tell me why cold pizza was better than 
than hot pizza. Uh-huh. I was like, just take a cold pizza and put it in the fridge. And I was like, I, was like, I would never do that. Pizza's good enough by itself. He goes, no, because the next day it tastes better and it's more nutritious. I was like, why would it be more nutritious? He goes, because when you cook stuff, it loses nutrients. Like, you fucking idiot. Do you think it's not cooked if you refrigerate it? I mean, does it, like, reabsorb nutrients? I think we all had, like, that idiot friend in elementary and middle school. For me, I remember I got into an argument once with my idiot friend because he tried to convince me that all birds are reptiles. <laughs> and I asked him, how Was this can- when Jurassic Park came out? Is this right? No, no, this was, like, in... Before? God, this was, uh... This must have been 89 or uh-huh. so, maybe 90. And I was like, how can you say all birds are reptiles? He goes, do they have fur? I said, no. He goes, well, they're not mammals, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, they must be reptiles. Oh, Process God. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, when, 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 when Jurassic Park came out, he was the guy in the theater goes, see? Stand I told up. you. Yeah, God. Oh, man. But so I, I, I miss I, – I, I miss – I don't know, like that that level of ignorance. I feel like we have a little bit of it with Brandon, but, but like <laughs> being able to talk to someone who's like so wrong and so convinced that they're right. How, by the way, so the magic dies. Can I ask you a question? Speaking of the lack of ignorance in our life, which, by the way, we're we don't know we, how many mistakes a week. Well, do no, we, that, make that, a that's the thing. we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, we oh. don't know. I was going to mention this last week. I don't know why I didn't, but it's like everything I say. There's a big asterisk. Oh, speaking spe- of, spe- of which, yeah, I mentioned I mentioned last week during the we were talking about Golden Globes that uh, it was it was Trent Reznor and Atticus Finch who did the score for a uh, girl dragon tattoo. It's Atticus Ross. Atticus Finch is from uh, uh, How to Kill a Mockingbird. How to Kill a Mockingbird, oh, or, or not How to Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah. So, no, we don't know. It's true. We don't know shit. Anyway, but so. the difference is between us and someone who's younger is that we don't know shit. How to but, Kill a Mockingbird but, is an instructional man. <laughs> You deflate. <laughs> we, just have, we, just have, we just have a big megaphone. Yeah. Um, big well, megaphone it's easy to stupid. sound like an authority when you're talking about topics like dolphin hand jobs. It's like, who's going <laughs> to step who's in and research you? this? Well, I know one dude from the 60s who could probably <laughs> refute what, anything I say. How long does a dolphin live? How can we, can we find that woman? Do you think she's alive? She might be on Facebook. About, about <laughs> eight to hand jobs. Define, define alive. What's I her mean, profile photo? <laughs> <laughs> if it's her, it's you, world, I'm super, super disturbed. I mean, what has she done in the time since then? I mean, she's chasing that dragon. That's four decades of, like, trying to match that experience That's in life. That's five decades. Five, is it really five decades? Yeah, those 60s. We're in the yeah, 20s. That was 47 years ago. Can I, can I, can I say something, too? I, I can't believe I let this go this long. So, a couple podcasts ago, <clears throat> Gus made... <laughs> Gus made this thing that we've been making the podcast in five years. This is the fifth year of doing the podcast. This is the fifth year of doing the podcast. Okay. He's a fucking idiot. He That is just the most arbitrary is it? Is it or is it not the fifth year though? Listen. Okay. <laughs> are, we, are we back to the one zero Did we, argument? We, we, we Do we start in December and then like so – yes. Okay. So we started – and he says this in January of 2012. Okay. So we started – what was the year we started? December 08. December 08. So we made started December 08. Then we put one out in 08 in December. We one out. And then we make 2009, 2010, 2011. And then we make one podcast in 2012. He goes, we've been now making the podcast in five different years. No, we've been making it three years. No, I mean that's we, it. But that, that's in, not what I said. No, in five different years. Yes. That's correct. That is correct. So when you – let's so say we start let, talking podcast. All right, let me. Marketing. Marketing. We've been no, doing no, the no. podcast for were five you, years. Were you tied for third or were you not tied for third? Exactly. Listen, ah. I had your bad. You got to have mine on this one. <laughs> Listen, if we start making the podcast in December of 2008, then the following week we make one in January 2009. We haven't been making the podcast for two years. Yeah, we have. We've been making two weeks. <laughs> making two weeks? It's, it's, not, it's not wine. The class is <laughs> half full. <laughs> What's that? The glass is half full. No, you have a drop of water in the glass, <laughs> and you're like, the glass is totally full. Let's all have a fucking party. Well, here, okay, here's the, here's the, here's the tiebreaker. Okay, uh, were those podcasts any good? 
<laughs> well, Probably we, not. We rec- we recorded any and deleted several podcasts before we ever put any of them out because we thought we had to be more structured. <sighs> yep. Somebody but came. You at me know, this I, the average lifespan of a dolphin is twenty five years. Somebody came at me this weekend and they said that our podcast is too long. Yes. And, yes. And that it needs to be more edited because we go off topic too much. <laughs> and to that person, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what is the topic? I don't <laughs> what know. Is we have a topic on this. Yeah, show? we're way off from our original topic of dolphin penis <laughs> and dolphin rape. Can we please go back to that, guys? We've got we got to stay on the topic. Yeah. Stay on topic. People keep asking me. You know, well, I can't say people keep asking me. But people regularly <laughs> ask me, "Do you have like a list of things you want to talk about when you go into recording the podcast?" And I'm just like, "Have you listened to it? Like, there's no way I, we, I could have bullet pointed any of this." I do every week. I have a list that so, I make here every single week. I don't. And I don't, we yeah. talk about one item and then. It's yep. all good. Like, here's the stuff. So we are off topic. I haven't talked about Willie, my Vegas cab driver. I haven't talked about the Austin asshole that I ran into. The rare b- bird. The Austin asshole. I ran into a fucking asshole in Austin. And I also didn't talk about the yell video that I wanted Birdie, to talk about. Birdie found a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching a bird fight with itself. Or like a cat. Like get all angry at its reflection. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'll take this. <laughs> did, did you did you ever see the yell video? It's no, the French singer yell. I don't think so. Man, I showed it to Jack. It is this guy who dances. It, listen, if you're making video for this guy's made, he's made a bunch of videos. We, 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 make, we, we've been over this. I know a point you're about to make. We've been over this before. But go ahead. Okay, if you're making an <laughs> online, <laughs> I want to highlight. We, we've talked about. This. I just want to establish. I know what you're talking about. No, no, and move along. No, we're angry about this because no one's listening. The first time we talked about it, no one listened. This had they a, listened to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. This, stop talking. This is an awesome video. <laughs> Just waiting for him to interrupt again. I get like post traumatic stress from <laughs> interrupting. The, the this video is a, it's like essentially a dance video, such a song, and it's it's awesome, right? Yes, it's very awesome. But it doesn't officially like start until two minutes in. And you have to you have to really suffer. It's, so it's not awesome. It's, it's just, a French word. It's it's uh Schroedenfraud. No, no, it's called <laughs> Come on, enfant. Come on, enfant. It's like a, like a kid, but in French, it's C O M M E. Another word, U N enfant. E N F A N T. But look up yell. Y E L L E. Okay. Oh, that's the name of the song. That's the name of the song. Okay. Anyway, so it's a dance video, and it's, it, the editing in it is it's crazy, crazy. But there's this two minute intro in the beginning of the video where nobody on YouTube is going through two minutes. And no. this video has like three hundred thousand, maybe four hundred thousand views, but it's because of that goddamn two minute intro. I guarantee. What, what, what happens mm-hmm. in the intro? Just credits? It's like a little skit. Oh, it's, it's like a little skit. So, so if, if, if I wanted to watch the video, could I just start at two minute one second and I, get I, enjoyment out of it, or should I start at zero and suffer through the first two minutes? I, w- I would. I would start. I would start about a minute fifty in. Yeah, I'd start about a minute fifty. In. You're not missing much, but it's still it's still fun. Once the once the music kicks in, that's when you. Oh, there's not even it. any music at first. No, no, it's a skit. He does like a little skit. Wow. It's like setting is up. It like, for is this is like music. a variety show. It's, it's like, <laughs> but I can absolutely tell you, you, this video is definitely worth watching. It is just infectiously happy. I don't know what it is about it, but it's, yeah. there's, it's there's some there's some, it already. There's, there's some cool like little minor special effects that are really really neat. There's so. some edits in that video that are, that are I think might be some of the best edits I've ever seen. Yeah, like match cuts that are insane. But yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than watching like a gaming video on YouTube where it's like. You know, thirty seconds of someone's name spinning around with you know animated graphics and stuff like that. It's like, just start the goddamn video. Just show me what you're trying to show me. Or like a podcast with a different intro every week. But you, have, you don't know how long you have to wait through it. Yeah, well, some of your intros were like four seconds long too, so they're not that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, somebody sent me. Um, I, I, we can mention Twitter again. Somebody sent me on Twitter. Um, 
What's your that, Twitter account, Bernie? Please, let's not need to go there. Um, <laughs> like go to Rushi.com, please, and, and send it there. Um, they sent me that we were number one uh, gaming podcast on UK. Like number one, like not even taking out like NPR or anything. Like, I guess there's no NPR in the UK iTunes. Uh, wow. So, I mean, we're always the number one video game podcast on iTunes, yeah. but that's because we're not number one in games and hobby because of that NPR Car show. talk and wait, wait, don't tell me. Wait, wait, don't tell me is the one that always, yeah, always beats us. I'm going to fucking kill Garrison Keeler if I ever see him. No, that's not him. He's a not great home companion. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, you know, anyway. Just kill him all. Take him out. <laughs> just um, kill him You know, I got um, – uh, someone sent me a message the other day. I guess they were listening to our um, – to our. They listen, they listen to our podcast, and they listened to the episode where we had the Certain Affinity guys on uh, when uh, Halo Anniversary Edition came out. And they were talking about how they got started in the gaming industry. And uh, I guess this listener was like, oh, fuck it. I can do that. So he applied for a job at Certain Affinity and uh, started there this week. What? That's awesome. Yeah, they hired him. Like, awesome. one wait, of the a minute, pe- wait a minute, wait a minute. So the podcast has gotten more jobs than Obama. Yeah, <laughs> one of the people who interviewed him at Certain Affinity was actually one of the people who was on our podcast. Really? Uh-huh. So he listened to the podcast, listened how the Certain Affinity guys got started in video games, and said, I can do that, and did it. Yeah, he's, I don't think he's even from Austin. That's all. Where's he from? Uh, I don't remember, but he's, uh, awesome. he's moving to Austin now to start working Wait, at Certain Affinity. Do you know what he does? That's great. Uh, no, I don't know. I think it's programming. Video okay, games, so. does certain affinity know this? <laughs> the guy is coming here. Hopefully. Are we sure about this story? I, I haven't. I haven't verified with certain affinity, but it seems like a, a, a stretch. One of the certain affinity guys' stories was not. I killed someone in wore their skin to work. Right? <laughs> 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 Hopefully, that wasn't the story. You know, we had a guy. We we knew a dude. Uh, it's the guy who plays Donut Dan, and we worked at the tech place where we worked before. We'd hire people all the time. <laughs> Do you know how Dan came to work at the tech I, company? I think I know the story. Yeah. He just showed up for training one day. He didn't even interview. Or he turned in the application. They were waiting for his interview, and he said, I'll just show up for the training. And he just, he just showed up. He just walked in and said he was there for training. That's filled awesome. Up, filled out the new hire paperwork, and it just – No, they, he didn't fill out the paperwork. Wasn't that it? Like, that's how we caught it? Because they went – like payroll came around, and you were like, who the fuck is this guy? He's going to have to write a check for it. I don't have any of his paperwork. <laughs> and it was the weird thing was is that – because he had done this, we all thought, okay, well, if he's got that, that's, a, that's a go-getter right there. Yeah, but, and by then he was already working and doing an okay job. It's like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> Let him keep doing it. Oh, my God. We, we that, that, that's the most that, valuable life lesson. That being said, Rooster Teeth is not big enough for someone to try to sneak yeah, in yeah, and do we, that. We so. would notice you. <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. Have we ever held a training session at Rooster Teeth? Ever? I think we did one for the the lift, right? Didn't Brandon try doing one that for That is correct. No, we had to do that for insurance purposes. You, you were go. right, Jack. We had to have a training for the I, lift. And I think he recently sent out a notice saying he can refresh people's lift training because I think some people have been using it incorrectly. We have a scissor lift that allows us to reach the ceiling in the in the studio, which is, I think, 25 feet, 28 feet at the top. So we go way up on that scissor lift. It was funny. The day we got it, we couldn't keep people off it. Now it just kind of sits there. It's like mm-hmm. it's always funny how something just becomes passe after a little bit. Yeah, I've the, never been on that thing. Me neither. Mm. It was in the dastardly painter short yeah, from yeah. Uh, season three of RT Shorts. I've seen, I've seen too many accidents on sets. I just try and steer clear of that stuff. What accidents have you seen on sets? Oh, lots of them. I saw, a lot of them aren't necessarily associated. Like the scissor lift wasn't the direct culprit, but I've seen people on scissor lifts getting in a lot of trouble. I saw a guy – well, I, I was there when a guy cracked his head on some concrete. Like he was uh, – it was a lighting guy. He was installing some lighting. got shocked. And this, like, went tense, fell off a ladder and hit his head on a concrete floor. And he, cra- cra- yeah. he cracked his skull. He didn't bleed or anything, but he Fuck. broke his head and yeah. they had to get an ambulance pulled him out. Fuck everything. a duck. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was, like, the day before we were going to start shooting, too. And it was just like, yeah. 
what's going to happen now? There's a guy on X-Files, an electrician that uh, was on a scissor lift outside and got electrocuted. And it happens a lot. And it, it's wild. A lot of those guys, it's like it, uh, they have scissor lifts and things that are even bigger that go higher. And a lot of those are for exterior shoots. And a lot of uh, those electricians, basically what happens is every time you see one of those giant stands and the light's really big, they have to have somebody up there with the light. So they put an electrician on the scissor lift, and you're up there for six to eight hours Jesus. until you break for lunch. And then you break for lunch, you come all the way back down, and you go back up. And a lot of them are like night shoots where you're like, it's snowing, and it's the wind is howling, and you're just up there freezing, and it's like, you have to go to the bathroom, you go in a cup. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I have a lot of negative <laughs> memories associated with scissor lifts. That's the beauty I, of Hollywood right there. Yeah. I know a lot of telco guys are getting, get hurt by stuff like that, too, and they have to climb utility poles and... Uh, you can inadvertently there's, touch the wrong wire. There's or, something about industrial equipment that I just don't want to like get near. I, I put my uh, I put my uh, when I was in college, uh, my thumb went into a table saw Ooh. at one point. So that was a fun day. And I had a skin graft on the end of my you thumb. Really? So, yeah. Hmm. Remember last year the kid at Notre Dame? Yeah, who, yes. yeah. So that's ex- exactly what I'm he, talking he about. He was up in one of those scissor lifts, or he, I think he, he, tweet, he tweeted just before he died. Did he, what was his account? Oh, uh, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, that's, that's too soon. Not here. That's too soon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it was, he tweeted something about it. I was like, "It's really windy up here. It's pretty scary." Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and that was like the last thing he wrote. Ah, that's so fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. That's so terrible. That, yeah, because you know that kid too. He's like. Um, he probably was legitimately scared, thought it was concerned, he just thought he had to man up, you know, and stay up yeah, there. That's something everyone has to do. Or... Right, yeah. It's, it's just... really bad because it's it's true. When you're at the top of one of those things and the wind is blowing, those things really do sway a yeah. lot and you really do feel it. it really was he, on, was he on a scissor lift or was he on like a scaffolding? I think he's one of those cherry pickers. Where, so it's like a oh, scissor okay. lift goes straight up, yeah. you know, and then the cherry pickers are like the cranes it's, that go out with the basket on the end. Yeah, it's like what you see like utility people working on power lines. And he, he was filming like Notre Dame football practice. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was heavy winds toppled the whole damn thing over, which I mean must have been horrific. That's really fucking windy. No kidding, man. Fifty three miles an hour, according to wow. New York Times. Did you see the uh, the footage from inside the uh, Dallas Cowboys uh, practice <laughs> yeah. stadium when it collapsed on everyone? That was like two years ago. No, no, right? was, you're, are you th- talking about the Minnesota? No, no, no. It was no, at the was, Dallas Cowboys practice. Yeah, the practice. How many field. football stadiums are collapsing? They, they had one of those inflatable, fe- like the inflatable things, like uh-huh. we have up in, uh, like here in Austin, like the the Longhorns oh, have yeah, one, yeah. and it would just collapsed, and like the scaffolding from inside of it all fell out or fell down, and I think two people died, two or three people died. Did they die? There's, I thought they were just seriously hurt. No, wow. a couple, yeah. at least one guy died. I know for sure. But. Yeah, there's footage of uh, the Minnesota Superdome. Is that what it's called, Superdome? Up there, where when it got a lot of snow and it had uh, yeah. video footage. Oh, I remember that inside yeah. of the stadium. It, it wasn't. It's not the Superdome. The Superdome's in uh, New Orleans. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Minnesota Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of Thunderdome too. Snowdome at this point. Well, did you see the the that ice skating rink in Russia or somewhere that recently like um, like it was the same sort of deal where the snow on top of this this building collapsed it from the inside. I don't know what it is. It's like anytime it's like you get an internet video and it's from Russia, it's like oh this is gonna be good. <laughs> You see, some, you see some fucked up stuff. Did we talk about the people who made the swing off the top of the apartment yeah, complex? Yeah, we oh linked it. Did right. you link that? Yeah. God. Uh, Throw a girl off the top of an apartment building. That, yeah, don't, don't do that. Cal3D sent me a video of a drunk guy. Um, I'm, I'm just going to have to show it to you. But, oh, God, it's freaking ridiculous where a guy falls one flight of stairs. Oh, I've seen <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Oh, I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He, like, halves himself on the oh, second Yeah, rail. he, like, leans over the railing. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's like how many ribs were cracked in that? 
Yeah, at first, at first, I was like, oh, well, he's going to land. He's, that's, like, doing it on purpose, and nope. <laughs> no, no, the funnest part is, like, hey, check this out. And then someone sends you a video, and it's like, check out these drunk people. And it's like, just like the first three seconds of the video, you see these people drinking, and it's like you start taking in all the danger yeah. around. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, there's some stairs over there. That looks bad. Does anyone happen? have a lighter? Is there anything going on? You create, like, a mental heat map. Like, well, where, which direction is this going to go in? <laughs> like, there's a few different possibilities here. What is the craziest accident you've ever heard of? <clears throat> was one time this dolphin was living in a house with a woman. <laughs> that, that was an accident. There's, a, there's an old uh, myth about a guy uh, a long time ago who, uh, and I guess they've debunked it, but it's still a crazy story, um, where a guy who was in a war and he got shot in the testicles. Okay. And the bullet went through his testicles and then landed in the stomach of a woman and then she got pregnant. This is like third grade recess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm sure Snopes would have some things to say about this story. I already told you it was already debunked. But oh. Interesting, though. <laughs> no, not really. There was a story about this kid. Not really? No. Not All right, really. hit me. Hit his, me. his dad was Darth Vader. <laughs> um, I remember, like, you know, the back of the bus, you'd always hear the horror stories and stuff. Like, someone, his dad was a cop, and, like, he claimed they were chasing a guy on a motorcycle one time. And they came into an intersection with a red light in one of those 18-wheelers that has all the cars on it. You know, like they stack the cars on, like, the trailer. Right. The one when they're empty, you always want to ride up at, like, a ramp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of those pulled out, and the motorcycle, like, couldn't, like, just turn, and it went and just went right through it. And it's like it was basically they collect pieces of the guy on it the other side awesome. of it. It would be awesome if the guy, like, landed in one of the cars and drove it away. <laughs> That's better, see? Yeah. yeah. And then he was pregnant. <laughs> and he was pregnant after that. Why do you ask? I have the feeling you have a horrible story you're about to This share. is whenever anyone talks about a freak accident, I always think about this. And and Joel talking about that freak accident before I just immediately went and looked this up. Was it someone jumping into a lake and there was a pipe in the water? So it's one of those things that sounds at first like an urban legend. That's what I did, by the way. Jack's referencing I broke my leg a week before I graduated from high school by jumping in water with a huge eight-foot pipe. I think you told this story on the podcast a couple times. Yeah. Mess. I broke my left ankle and I drove a clutch, home, clutch car home that night. Oh. Standard car. That was a lot of pain. Man up. My girlfriend dumped me, too. My dance team girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah, I was rough. I was rough. All right, so. Continue. Horrible no, no, story. no. Hold on. Let me. Let me <laughs> let me, let me, let going me, on. Let me wallow in the Some bitterness. reminiscing. Let me wallow in the bitterness here. See, she was a little more religious than I was, so she went to a church lock-in to celebrate the end of school, and I didn't tell her I was going to this party where I broke my leg. Uh, and then the rumor went around that I broke my leg by falling into a hot tub. Ah. Uh, Not the case. Way stupider than that. How do you break your leg falling into the hot tub? Anyway. That's that's always if anyone could do it, you know. So she broke up with me, and oh. she went she went she went back with her ex boyfriend that she was dating before she was dating me, and then they got married, and I'm sure they're very happy. Good for them. <laughs> so, so it's a horrible accident. And so this is what I always think about too. Is um, that whatever, was that was the story, right? Yeah, this horrible. this was that was a horrible accident where the dance team girlfriend got away, um, and then he shot him, and she got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. It's, it's a very radical insemination procedure that they had to engage. Um, so there was this doctor in Houston who was rushing for an elevator that his, one of his colleagues was in. See, I already know where this is going. Yeah. And the elevator mal- malfunctioned. He got his head stuck in the door, and then the elevator went up and cut off his head. Oh. So his like co- it popped it off his body? or <laughs> yeah. oh. And so his colleague is then in – like this happened instantaneously. His colleague is then in the elevator with his yeah. severed See, head. See, I've heard this. This has happened several times <laughs> happened apparently. In, happened in 2003. There's a lot. There's this lot, guy. This wow. happens – yeah, a lot apparently. Well, I don't want to say a lot, but it's like enough. I have like a phobia of it now. Aren't there like, safeguards every time I get on that. elevators? Don't, yeah. We're, God, don't show true. me a photo. Fo- okay. True on Snopes. It can, true on Snopes. I thought they were going to show me a photo. I was about the, to there terrible. are like the clamps or whatever, but it's like they can – a lot of them can still drop like three feet. 
What are you talking about with the clamps? No, no, no. I'm saying like, like if, a, if a cable breaks on an elevator or a kid can grab no, he's on talking about He's talking about safety stuff for the doors closing. Yeah, like if you put your – like if, if the doors closing, you put your arm in it's top, it, it opens back up. Yeah. How does how does it not open back up when you shove your head in there? Maybe it malfunctioned. First of all, how do you adjust your head in there? Although I have been in a couple, really I have been, for it. I have been in a couple elevators, especially in Vegas. I don't know what the deal is where it's like the door's closing. It's like oh, I'll just put my hand in there. It's like, no, no, the door's closing. It's just like the door's just <laughs> when, gonna close on my when, hand. When I went to Japan, one of the things I I, I discovered and I loved about the elevators there <laughs> is when you hit the door close button, the door fucking the door closes. closes. Dude, that is an American myth. Of the door closed. Why do they put the door closed button in the elevators if it doesn't do anything? I, I think what I've heard is that it's for when the elevator's in emergency mode, like when they set it to firefighter mode, they can close doors. Bullshit. That it works Get then. rid of that fucking button. Get rid of it. I don't like that. And they, they, they have to sell it internationally. Apparently in some countries it works just fine. <laughs> I've been in places where, where it's worked. Yeah. And I use it I all. feel it's like awesome. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel no. like it works. It that, no, that's a, it's a placebo. It's, it's the yeah. way they fuck with That's you. always one of the mysteries, right? It's, all, it's also a when you're like control is what it is. Yeah, it's how they control you. Or but they they give you the illusion of control. But it's funny because I thought about the story with the elevator <clears throat> because Joel was talking about a freak accident. I always this is like my seminal freak accident. I, I, I don't know what it is now. Every time I get in and out of the elevator, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna walk across this threshold, and the second that I'm halfway through, the elevator is gonna fall and oh. I'm gonna be sliced right now. Yeah, that'd be like Hellraiser, like some kind of moment. That'd be horrible. <laughs> you that movie Cube? That shitty. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy gets sliced into, into cubes. There's a video recently of uh, a guy walking his dog, and he gets into an elevator, I and the elevator door shuts, oh. and he's holding the leash oh, as it starts no, going no, up. No, he's like no. checking his mail, and he doesn't notice the dog doesn't get oh, in the elevator with him. This is what I was talking no. about. And so they have footage from inside the elevator, oh. and then footage from the lobby, and you just see the dog start going up the elevator doors <laughs> as he goes up. And then it's okay though; it ends well because the dumbass guy, I think he really gets hurt. Like he gets yanked into the door, and he hits his head, and he gets. He had the leash wrapped around his wrist. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, and he gets really hurt, and the dog's just running around the lobby. Yeah, and like yeah the, I think the, 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 the leash or the collar or something broke. Yeah. And so the dog, uh, the dog was free. The, they, the funny thing about that is, like, the dog's freaked out, obviously. And then the, there's, like, a woman who's, like, trying to, you know, take care of him. And then he sees, like, the next elevator open, the one next to it, and he tries to run into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> there was a story in Boston. Um, actually, they made a script about it, but it was based on a real story of a guy in a subway who fell um, sort of onto the tracks, but his body was oh, sort yeah. of between the train. Well, I've heard about this. Yeah, between the train and the, and the concrete, basically, and basically had sort of planted in them. This is a bad story, right? <laughs> it's all terrible. This is, ter- this is terrible. Yeah. But he was – so basically his lower half gets twisted around a lot, and it's to the point where the train has him pinned, so he's still alive – and he's he, he will remain alive until they move the train. And he's still living there today, right? <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Go, it's like him. it's like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be alive like for the next couple of hours or whatever. It's like we'll call on your wife. You say you're alive, and, and it's, it's like Jesus. I, 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 I it's can't believe that, like that. I can't believe that that's true. Is that true? Oh, I saw that. No, 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 God, no. All right, we're done. We're done. We're done. No, 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 no more of this. Let's this not talk like about the, that. This is the cringeworthy. We, we need to end. So let's end on something good. Let, yeah, let's we're talk about that. We're at the end. Um, what, 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 what we'll talk do? about that after the podcast. That's that's something else entirely. Jesus, I don't, I've never seen Gustus flustered. <laughs> we're stepping up the ante. We're stepping yeah, up we, the we, ante. Yeah, we, we've, we've hit the dark pocket, and we need to end soon. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll end on a positive. What's, what's positive um, at this point? Uh... <laughs> I, we should I, have we should have a trivia contest at RTX. Also, don't say dark yes. pocket because dolphins might try to get their way <laughs> into this room. We, we can talk with geeks who drink. See if we can do like an official like red versus blue or rooster teeth uh, geeks who drink event we, at uh, RTX. We are actually trying that. We're actually t- uh, uh, talking with the people this week, hopefully that do crank as well for a digital version of oh, it sweet. too. 
Yeah, we're trying to do some fun like activities at RTX. One of the big things we're trying to do is people are waiting in line. Turning that into a fun thing, an activity for people to That's do. That's right. For we're we're going to actually rent a dolphin. <laughs> a petting pool. <laughs> you know, come, come dressed up as a dolphin, RTX, and experience the fun. <laughs> Good lord! I, I gotta say, you, you know how many cosplayers we're gonna have? Oh god, you gotta be careful with what you say too, because every time we have a podcast or something that the audience latches onto, yep. and they send it to us for months and months, I'd, I'm not gonna say what I don't want. Okay, just, yeah, don't, don't even say I'm, I'm, just happy, I'm just happy to be here. I would hate if people sent us rum. Mm, well, listen, that would be it's terrible. Gonna be, it's going to be better if people latch on to the dressing up as dolphins versus dressing up as the guy in the elevator. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Wait, speaking of RTX, though, you, we have news about RTX soon, right? Yeah, yeah. We've finished up some uh, marketing materials, and we're working on the ticketing system currently, and it's pretty close to being done. I'm pretty happy with, uh, with how it's coming along. So check back soon for more. And Mark. if you want to kind of watch me, I'm going to be posting something pretty soon about a beta testing thing with the podcast. Gus, you think I'm, I think you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Is it, it going to be a sponsor only thing you're going to post? No, 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 no. It's uh, it's something new, something totally different. And we're basically like now that we have a sponsor, since Audible sponsored two of our last podcasts, uh, we're going to try to figure out like, hey, since we have kind of a budget now, maybe we can do something cool with that. And so I need some beta testers to help me out with something with the podcast. So, so if you're an avid listener of the podcast, you would probably be interested in those. But, you, but don't contact you yet. Wait for you. I'll be posting something. Yeah. Just watch. Wait. Just email Brandon at. In, in the <laughs> meantime, buy a Rooster Teeth Animated Adventure shirt from roosterteeth.com slash store. There you go. All right. Well, uh, we need to wrap this shit up. Was that happy enough for you guys? Yeah, we're mu- much better. Well, All right. What, where are we going to go eat? Uh, Let's go to Rudy's and see Marshall. <laughs> no. That's too far away, Rudy's. That's a barbecue. Well, no, place they've got the flyover, so it's a lot, lot quicker now. So. What? The, the, the 35 flyover at Ben White. Oh, it goes west now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, there's a weird thing about Austin where we have four freeways that intersect. So there's four corners of Austin where the freeways intersect. There was literally no freeway intersection where all going from one direction to the other direction, all eight directions were yeah. head flyovers. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go, going north to south. Was always easy in town. It was yeah. getting west to east. That was always a fucking pain in the ass. You had to get off the freeway, get a light, and get on another freeway. It's yeah. just like, what year is this? Yeah. You know. So anyway, they just finished up one of those intersections now. They're or, doing some over in the southwest corner of town, which will help me a ton yeah. if they can get those done. Nice. Yeah, like the stuff at Mopac and uh, Ben White. Let's talk about more incredibly local stuff. Well, okay, where are we going to go eat? <laughs> um, shit. We going to P. Terry's or Five Guys? Man, I can be convinced to go to Five Guys. Let's go to Five Guys today. Five Guys. You sure? Man, we need to convince him. You said he could be convinced. There needs to be a better burger place, like P-Terry, close. P Terry's is better than Five Guys. Yeah, it is. P Terry's is also oh, local. Is it further away? No, they're right, across, right across the street. P Terry's. I'll eat at P Terry's. The last time we Don't went to go Five that. Guys, go to the P Terry's up at Ben Le- White. Last time we went to Five Guys. Why wouldn't I go to this one over here? Mopac and all the way down Slaughter. Mopac and William Cannon. Just go up to William Cannon and drive over. That's way slow. They didn't have heat. At Five Guys, the last way, time we also went there. the one on Ben White's only takeout. You can only drive through. That is true. They didn't. Have there's nothing there. wrong. With, there's nothing wrong with drive through. What? Nothing wrong with drive through. Okay. You know when we were in Vegas for the IAW TV Awards and I had my awesome cab driver, which I post my motivational speeches from like every morning. Mm-hmm. Like, you should talk about that during the podcast. It's gonna be a great day. Well, it's on my list, so I'll just <laughs> say it for next time, and I'll talk about the awesome asshole. But uh, I, I think I ate because there's In and Out in Vegas. I, I I think I had like four different. We discovered Gus and I discovered something that I didn't I didn't didn't realize. Like you can get like a cheese on top of the fries. Holy crap! You can, they will melt two slices of cheese on top of your fries in and out. I will never not what? get that again. It yep. great. Oh my god! Oh, it looks so good. You can get it. At- Just order cheese fries. Apparently, it's one of the secret menu items. <laughs> That's the code. I know the code is very difficult to figure out. We cracked it though. Cheese fries. 
We so, put two words together. Well, you, you can get your fries animal style too. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's like double. It's like no, no, it's like double fried or something like that, right? Oh no, that's. No, 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 that's dark. You can order dark french fries where they fry them longer. You can uh, also order light french fries where they fry them less, but you can also order animal style. I want you that.